This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Nico Zacone of Cactar, Rav Mall of Cactar, Talison True Strike of Fairy. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming soon to a patch near you. I've taken a sworn Shikai to protect these Dory markets. Kugane's last hope rests on one man. Shikai means duty in Hingashi. The fate of Hydaelyn falls on his shoulders. Wait a minute, I'm a girl, Echibaka. Nika Blart, Mull Tank. Well, un- unofficial, they don't hire Ejin. It's up to Nika Blart and her plucky band of adventurers to save the day. Sugoi, this healing check is super tough. Watashi wa better keep 100% uptime on Shield Chikai. Only Nika Blart, Mall Tank can save the Kugane Dory markets and restore order to the city. Ugh, I hate Strife. He's such a meanie, Ugu. Nika Blart, Mall Tank, coming soon to the Prima Vista's Majestic Theater Company. I don't get it. Pascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode 132, brought to you by Nika Blart Moltank. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> that was never, so good. I never want to say ubu in my <laughs> In theaters November 31st. Oh, uh, we got to really give it to Juxta. He really pulled out all the stops for that one. He really did. Well done, guys. Well done. It Welcome. made me ill to write that. Welcome to uh, Limit Break Radio. Thanks, guys, for joining us. We are, of course, live from Aorzea. Let's kick it on over to our Aorzean Studios. You can join us live in Aorzea. You can do that by making a character on the Sergeant Tannis, joining us in the Goblet on the Fifth Ward plot number 30. You can uh, find the Limit Break Radio Studios. Hang out. Make funny faces to the camera. Be Sagoi. <laughs> Cry this name. <laughs> Stop that. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? I'll admit that voice is stupid fun to do. <laughs> and today, we've got a special giveaway for 10 pairs of passes to Nika Blart Moltank. <laughs> That'd be the uh, best movie, you know it. Anyway, um, yeah. so uh, we're going to be talking about Patch 4.1, uh, our reaction to it. We also want to hear your reaction to it. You can, of course, give us a call anytime. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Um, and, uh, it, it, you know, we hope that you would. We got a lot of great callers on our last episode, and uh, we would really love to hear from you. 
uh, to to know what your thoughts on patch 4.1 have been. Of course, this is going to be a bit of the honeymoon phase of the patch. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that we all have positive things to say about some of the content. Uh, It's amazing. For for once, yeah. Speaking Um, of uh, uh, amazing things in thoughts, did did you see our our cool glamour, Escalia? Yeah, I I noticed. Uh, you did, guys did you are, pick up on a theme? I got. I noticed you guys decided you wanted to wear hot garbage. Interesting. No, I'm cool looking. Yeah, where what are you talking about? Where's your hot garbage? Yeah, uh, I threw it away like I said I would. Why? Why, why would you do Such that? A waste. Squall is your hero. You can get yeah. it back at the Calamity Salvager. Oh, good. You should. So we're gonna expect you to be all all geared up next show. That's there right. Is literally no chance of that happening. <laughs> Even the Nero, even not. the Nero did it. I know. Nero, who cares nothing for glam? No, he doesn't and, care about and glam. And hates fun. But he, yeah, he, he and does hate puppies. Fun, but he likes fun when it makes someone mad. That's true. I like I like fun at other people's expense. Yeah, that's the best kind of fun. <laughs> it I is. agree. It's a great kind of fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But the fun's over if I start showing up every week in that. No, not if none of us show up in it. <laughs> <laughs> LimitBreakRadio.com is, of course, the website to uh, find our full archive of shows, 131 of them, and uh, you can you can download them all if you want. I don't know what you would do with them. You could throw them in, in a pile on your bed and make make show angels with them. I don't know. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Are they elegant tombstones? Uh, yes, that's exactly what they are. We record the show on elegant tombstones. That's how we distribute it to our uh, <laughs> FF14 listeners. So uh, anyway, no, but uh, you can download all uh, 131 episodes if you so choose over at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. We, of course, have uh, feeds that you can subscribe to on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. We would hope that you uh, would consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Um, we've also got the uh, LBR uh, podcast network feed that contains everything that we produce, uh, Final Encounter Cast, Limit Break Radio, and Checkpoint Radio, all there conveniently in one feed. Um, and uh, we are we are syndicating episodes of Checkpoint, the Checkpoint Radio podcast, not the the news. We stopped doing that because that that seemed like a lot, but bit much yeah we uh we've taken episodes of the checkpoint radio podcast and made them available on the limit break radio and finally countercast feeds uh that is a temporary measure we're trying to get our download numbers up on the checkpoint radio show to be able to uh you know make money with it because that's the goal of you know and we should point shows out too, like this if you guys like checkpoint the podcast is a completely separate discussion it is it's a discussion that does not go to air yeah. So it's original content. Exactly. It's not like People you're only do things because they get paid. Typically, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty compelling reason for people to do things. You know, Check's got to clear. To I'm mention, going to work for Quicken. Since it's on the internet and we get to swear and kind of let loose a little bit more, Checkpoint Podcast is as close to FEC as you're going to get. Which yeah, it really true. Is. We, we basically just swapped out Juxta or, or yeah, Juxta and Nika for Norris. That's true, and it was not a bad, uh, not a bad trade. I got to no, say, no, no, not at all. I'd it's say upgrade. Yeah. Well, no, now you're down a Juxta because Norris right. is basically male Nika. Well, sure, but this is addition by subtraction. Yeah. Right. In your case, a very big addition. But I add stuff. Yeah, like 300 pounds. <laughs> and like, and like uh, structural, structural uncertainty. Those those are the those are the things that you add. Congratulations. Structural uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, I'm always afraid that the floor is going to collapse any second, or they're going to take out a door frame. Well, there's bottles all over the floor in our studio right now. I know. 
Did I miss a drinking party last week? No. It was a it was a standard night. You didn't you didn't miss much. Mm. Yeah. I heard a lot of people called in. Yeah, a lot of people did call in. Maybe people were a little upset with four point one? Maybe. A little, little bit, a little bit. Those upset. those patch notes were not very impressive. I will say this. There's gonna be a lot of people after today who are gonna be like, oh, they're flip flopping. Now that it's here, they love it. No. No. Here's the no. thing. All our criti- no, all our criticism last week about the amount of content and what was coming. It's still valid. It still stands. What we're going to do today, though, is what we did get, we're going to look at objectively. Right. That's so, what you're gonna, getting, getting today. So, yeah, while while we may be impressed with the Ivalice raid, yes. it doesn't prevent it from getting old and stale within a week. Well, two weeks. The pugs can even kill it. God. Two weeks. That's true. <laughs> well, That's we'll true. Talk I mean, about that, Nika. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, get there. We'll get there. Spoilers. Blard, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right do, so can you can you do your job and put on your uh friggin you know hoverboard skates and make sure that these goddamn kids stop robbing the kugane markets not in our cash shop yet <laughs> better believe i'll have them when they oh, are geez. believe it believe it oh my god uh <laughs> Anyway, um, so patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio is how this show is supported and funded and uh, is able to continue on. Um, And, uh, you know, we ask that you go and help us out if you like the show, if if you like the content, if you listen to the show every week, then uh, the best way that you can help us out, the most effective way that you can help us out is by going over to hello to be fair. You have to have a very high IQ to understand Final Fantasy XIV. The story is extremely subtle. Without a solid grasp of FF lore most of the jokes will go over a typical player's head. There's also the Warrior of Light's nihilist outlook. Wow. Shut okay. Up, little weasel. So, that was a dollar donation for like twenty minutes of airtime. Yeah. yeah. Can we limit the number of characters that they can put in there by the donation? Like, the, they have to oh. donate more to get more characters. Can we set that up? Is that possible? I'm kidding. I, I I'm don't kidding. Think so. uh, you're aware there's an echo to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I heard it. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. Someone else donate just so, so, so the Nero can hear it. I think it got past it. I know. I, I don't, think, I don't, heard I don't it. think I heard it. Preferably donate like $99. I don't, yeah, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. won't hear it otherwise. That's right. <laughs> if you donate $99, you can make a donation that long. No, we're not interested in money. <laughs> you, you get a word or you get a word per dollar. That's there the you rule. go. There you go. There you go. I like that. Punctuation bit. counts. Our, our hashtag mute juxta donation campaign didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, every once in a while, it, it'll it'll you know we'll get somebody who bites on that. But uh, I think this is a good way to do it. A dollar a word. Let's do it. This is gonna be great. <laughs> Two dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know that that uh, is necessarily true. To respond to that, uh, to that donation, I don't remember what the donation the was. The donation said that you have to have a full grasp of FF lore to get it. I, I think that the, the that whole statement was ironic. Uh, I hope yeah, so. That yeah, was, that definitely. was a troll. Definitely. I hope so. I, I hope so. Because uh, that's, I mean. See, the thing is, is that when you say something like that, the fedora and vape come in the mail automatically. You know, they just get sent right to you. 
Um, we is, there, have, is there a society for we, that? We have no control over that. Oh, and, no. and you're, it's the, the, awkward. The, the, the fedora and vape are going to show up uh, at your doorstep, um, and, and there's nothing that you can do. You put it oh. out there on a live stream, and now the, 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 the neckbeard gods know what, what you desire most, and that is um, to be eternally a virgin. <laughs> all right, all right g- guys in the chat, we, we watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> a test of your local Ico emergency system, Kappa. <laughs> emergency system. Emergency. <laughs> the emergency Guys, there system. is an emergency. <laughs> Batten down all the hatches. I didn't. I didn't. Sh- <laughs> emergency. This this show has got to come to a close. It's an emergency. I didn't hear the echo that time, guys. I didn't either. Okay. I think it's fixed. Yep. Good. Fixed. Fixed. Can, anyway. I, can I talk about the uh, postcards from Eorzea real quick? Uh, you know what? Uh, y- you you can. Uh, Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio is, again, how the show is supported and how this is funded. If you like the show, let us uh, let us know by uh, showing your support over at Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. So, uh, by now, you should have all got your Nika uh, Halloween Edition cards. Uh, I'd like to point out that when I got those and I was putting them... Whoa. Hit the mic. <laughs> and I was putting them into the website. I asked Nika, hey, what do you want to say in the back of your card? And I'm still not sure if she actually saw I, that I, message I, I never that was that privately message. sent to her. So that's why the message on the back is dumb and generic. Um, What's it say? But it just I, I, I never like, saw wishes a happy Halloween or something like that. All you have to it's, do is look at your messages, Nika. That's I it. do look. I just still don't just see it. Don't, just don't ignore us like we're redheaded stepchildren. That's all you have to do. I God damn know. it, Nika. That, fucking opener i might ignore all of you but (laughs) more importantly next month for thanksgiving is juxta's card oh what a shot okay and if you have never gotten a postcard from eorzea i promise you guys this is the one you're going to want this is the one that's worth it hands down this is going to be the best card. All right. It is so bad that I've actually been trying to rethink what I was going to do for my Kahlo card just so that like it makes Juxta not feel as bad. Really? Wow. Yeah. Is this like worse than the Skuro card? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty, Whoa! It's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, okay. It's well, all bad. Uh, to fu- uh, well, like sort of objectively, like like it's it's worse. I think not overall than Skrull being you know sexually whatever whatever whatever. But in comparison, yeah. Is there an echo in the room? No, nope. probably the same echo used by the fucking we once who said that the steps of faith was too hard. I have returned to the LBR fold. Take my money. Thank you, Thor. <laughs> Welcome back. And he's back with his uh, small novels of donations. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. that. Was, yeah, that was more than 20 words. Um, Thanks for being a good sport about the pure autism I vomited earlier. Here's some actual money money juxtas baby from a fellow new dad. Oh, thank, Th- you. thank you. Thank you. I, th- I think. Thank you. That was very kind of you. Um, appreciate uh, appreciate all those donations. It's not going to Juxta. No, none of it goes to his stupid baby. Stupid lick, baby. Lick, lick my balls. He's giving his stupid baby cancer by not showing up to Extra Life. Well, I am not not too Extra Life, but if everyone has to do it, then I'm fine with that. <laughs> Captain Marvelous. I just didn't want you guys to go to Weeb Convention and get out of it. Thank you, Captain Marvelous, uh, for the donation. We appreciate it. Thank you, Thor and Ryoku. Uh, we appreciate all of your support and uh, your ongoing support support uh every month over at patreon.com slash limit break radio um all right before we get into the news nika let everyone know about extra life yep we're gonna i'm gonna keep pushing this until extra life happens 
Extra Life, November 4th. We've been doing this for years, guys. Why We're do you gonna, sound I, so monotone? God damn it. I'm the most monotone. I, I, I I'll point talk, for Is there an echo monotone. on Nico's voice I now? I really can talk monotone if they really want me to. But it's no fun because Extra Life is supposed to be fun and it's for a good cause. So go sign up. I'm Cookie's link to the Limit Break Radio Extra Life team. It's on November 4th. I'm going to have a special channel on our Discord, or we'll, and we'll have our... Take off your those. clothes! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the stream going 24 hours. It's going to be awesome. And, and we're going to raise lots of money. Last year, I think we raised like 3100 or so as Team LVR. I don't want to beat that this year. We can do it. Sign up, because I know you haven't, because I can see it, and none of you are there. Sign up now. I'm waiting. When Thank we, you. When, uh, sorry, what was your name again? When do we tell her about the real LBR Extra Life account? Oh. Well, we're not going to. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to tell You guys are going to be Extra Lifing from Yomacon? We don't, we don't, get, don't tell her about Team Checkpoint. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> are you crazy? She's going to not want to have to do all that work it's now. Okay. It's okay. She's a girl. She doesn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, extra-life.org slash team slash Limit Break Radio. Join us uh, for uh, for 24 hours worth of streaming on November 4th. And then, uh, uh, of course, uh, again, we're going to be uh, doing makeup streams uh, after that for those that are not going to be able to be there on uh, November 4th. So, uh, again, extra-life.org slash team slash Limit Break Radio. Sign up for Team Limit Break Radio. Let's raise money for kids with cancer. All right, let's uh, check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a Limit Breaking News update. The callback campaign is back from October 10th this year through January 8th next year. Callback campaign to the callback campaign, am I right? That's right. Uh, but would you really want to bring your friends back into this game? Well, a shiny red Fenrir mount is now available if you do have friends or if you just want to, you know, spam your friend code in the Reddit forums or Facebook group to get those feathers. Who cares? I honestly, that was actually, my same I don't reaction. I Fenrir, so I would like that. Who needs a friend code? <laughs> God damn it. Except it's like, <laughs> isn't it like really tiny? Like yeah. In the picture? It's, it, it looks super small. I mean, granted, that's a, I think it's a potato who's riding it, but yeah. But so I have two yeah, friends who I got into the game with the, the you know, refer a friend campaign, yeah. mm-hmm. and they've just completely forgotten that they're paying for it every month. I'm still getting gold chocobo feathers oh, for it. Not oh, not like, no. Two years later, he's not played in like 18 months. Wow. But so, two years so, later, I'm still getting gold do chocobo you, feathers. Do you feel at all guilty about that? No, I make fun of him on a regular basis. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, I'll cancel it tonight. <laughs> he never yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb shit. Wait, you still get gold feathers? Because I have friends that are still playing it. I got gold feathers up to a certain point, but then there was like a maximum and I stopped getting I, I may have just reached the maximum. I don't know. I got everything out of the shop. He doesn't fucking log on to this game. Why would you think that he... Uh, good point. Yeah. Of course, the usual housing problems went down for patch 4.1. Balmung definitely sold out of Shiragane in a matter of minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, want to buy and selling plots in Party Finder went up immediately. There is even a Reddit thread dedicated to FF14 housing. Yoshipi has apologized in the official forums and stated they will be adding more wards by patch 4.2. Will Eureka be delayed for the housing? Time will tell. <laughs> well, he, he said they're going to add more awards to all the housing areas, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. 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 I like how whenever this comes out, though, whenever there's like a big problem with housing, like what that translates into is not everybody got a house. Let's whine about that's it. That's pretty no, much that the, it. Well, it's that the supply doesn't meet the demand. And Fuck that. It shouldn't. It's not supposed to. Not everyone is going to get a fucking house. And if you don't, shut the fuck up. 
Go buy an apartment, you poor. Yeah, who? I honestly do. Does, All the apartments are bought too. The fucking people who who whine about this drive me fucking crazy because we've been telling you for fucking weeks that this was going to happen, that there was going to be a run on housing plots, and and also that you're a weeb if you really wanted one of those Shiragani housing plots. And what we've seen is that weebs objectively throw the largest tantrums. I've Nika. said this every time. But I'm not throwing a tantrum. Well, I mean, not now. Um, not currently in this one how, specific moment. That's right. Scott, how great see, was the property that was available in the mist after that drop, though? Man, people were getting sweet housing. I mean, Carletta says the, the leader of her FC hates us all because we have a house. Okay. We had a house for a while. We've, got a We've had a, a house for a yeah. long time. And we didn't time. have to pay for it. <laughs> that is a, legi- a legit reason. Well, we did pay for it. Yeah, we, just, we did. Like, I mean, we've ra- we, yeah, no, we raised, we raised money. money in the FC. We put money towards it. I mean, Each a of us little put bit. Money, put money yeah. Remember, it. my benefactor paid for half of it. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. You know, if you didn't, if you didn't get a fucking house, you didn't get a fucking house. I don't feel that bad for you. No, you know why I don't feel bad? Because the same people that are bitching that they haven't gotten houses, because I'm sure that's like what they really want. Like that's at the top of their list, right? These are the same people that bitch that they want to see the end game cutscene content. And that's why we got the easy modes. Right. You guys ruined end game for us. So fuck your housing. I mean, I just, it's the we want. We want everything. We want it's the weeb wants. The weeb wants. Weeb wants. We want weeb housing. Man, that joke just keeps on evolving. Wow. <laughs> That's so next gen. Super next gen. The weeb wants. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, look, I, I mean, I... Uh, was I? I can't imagine that any uh, members of our of our ongoing audience are terribly butthurt about this or surprised. I mean, we've been through this before. We've been through new wards being open. We know that people who have more money than sense because they have more time than anything uh, are gonna, you know, try to fucking buy all that up and and yeah. sell it for a lot. See, uh, look, marvelous and red says SE should implement streets on Kugane that people who didn't get a house in Shiragane can sleep on. Yes, <laughs> look, be like. Car- Carletta. We need a skid row. Carletta says, I wanted a medium house, but didn't get it. I'm not complaining. Be like Carletta. Well done. Yeah. Final Fantasy XIV will be making an appearance at PAX Australia with Suzanu and Lakshmi battle challenges. Suzanu and t-shirts. Channel- and t-shirts. Well, of course, if there's a battle challenge, t-shirt comes along with it because we're and not there. And t-shirts. Yeah. Suzanu challenge will be on Friday, October 29th and Sunday, October 31st. And the Lakshmi challenge will be available for only one day on Saturday the 30th. And yes, you do Whoa, get, as he weird. says, I beat yada 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 shirt if you complete the challenge. Don't forget to say hi to Lore Master F.S. Asher as he will be working the FF14 booth this year. Wow! Ethis! Asher? I mean, he lives in America now, right? Does he? Yeah, I think he does. I think he moved here. Real quick, though, I have to give props to you, Kyle, because this, like, copy for the, uh, uh, for the news is actually really well done. <laughs> it's always well done, but no, I didn't do it this time. Uh, I ah. usually do it in oh. between FEC and uh, LBR, but uh, Kuki did it for me this time, so thank you, Kuki. Oh, that explains a lot, actually. Okay. It's very sensible this week. Yeah, thank it's you. It's always thank sensible. Thank you, Kuki. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV will also be making an appearance at the Paris Games Week with Sophia and Nidhogg battle challenges. God Nidhogg. damn it. They must have had some leftover shirts. I don't know. Oh, I, I hope this is how they clear out supply. 
Sophia will be available on Thursday, November 2nd, uh, and Saturday, November 4th, while Nidhogg will be available on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday of the 1st, 3rd, and 5th of November. Yes, more I Beat Yada 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 shirts will be given if you beat the challenges. I want to beat I Beat Yada 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 t-shirt. Events will also include a feast tournament, stage show, and stream, play with Yoshi P, fan gathering, and special Yoshi P signing. I want to sign a Yoshi P. You know, if you wanted one of those shirts, you should have really gone out of your way to show up to one of the live events that Final Fantasy XIV holds all around the world. Yeah, it seems like, like they where? give them out all like, over like, the place. You know, like FanFest or like, you know. FanFest? We were at the FanFest and didn't like get one. Yeah, we were I in FanFest. I know. I didn't get one there. Fact, I'm pointing out the any, obvious hypocrisy. I didn't get a t-shirt at all. I couldn't even buy one. I, I, I'm I pointing out the obvious hypocrisy here. Because it is insane like, that these events they would have a t-shirt at. What? But and not, not FanFest? And not FanFest. FanFest, go fuck yourself. It's because you already paid to be there. We don't have to give you I'm stuff. J- I'm, dude, we paid I, to be at E3, too. Well, we didn't. T- well, technically. I, I'm telling you, for as, for as often as people get bent out of shape at me in YouTube comments or on Reddit for saying this, I really do think that Square Enix continually shows their open contempt towards the player base that allowed this game to survive and even gave it a second chance. 100%. It's it's open fucking hostility to say, look, we don't give a shit about you. We don't care about you. You can invest all you want to come out to the specifically Final Fantasy XIV event. You know what? Go fuck your shirts. Look, let's go even further than that. Yoshi P has said on multiple occasions in multiple interviews that Final Fantasy XIV is designed in a way that means fundamentally down to the basics designed in a way that if you are gone for a long period of time or if you come to the game late you can easily catch up so my question for you is if you can easily catch up to everyone in this game what's the point of being a long-standing player what's the point of playing month in month out when you could just skip three months come back and get caught up instantly and how do i catch up on t-shirts well i mean i mean (laughs) (laughs) listen uh, fundamentally i think i think you know we we talk about this game as a theme park game and you know it kind of hit me the other day Man, theme parks are fun for a day, maybe a two days, maybe a weekend. But you no, don't want to live there. You don't. You absolutely do not want to live in a fucking theme park. Because that was a Twin Peaks reference. <laughs> okay. Did you not even catch that? I got it. Yes. Did you? After you said it, I did. Wow. Um, but and you call yourself a fan? It's referencing the trailer for fuck's sake. <laughs> the, tra- the the every 90s single trailer. trailer ended with the 90s but trailer. But you don't want to live there. But anyway, look. Uh, um, the thing is, is that you know, yeah, you you wouldn't want to try to you know live or make your living. I, I mean, I guess you're, if you're operating the rides, that's a different thing. But you know, like it's impossible to to try to live at a fucking oh theme God. park. So it'd be really <laughs> dumb to make a podcast about a. Theme Park? But I mean, like, imagine if you went to a fucking. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I just. You know, like, but imagine if you went to a theme park for every, every single day for fucking two weeks. How bored of that theme park you would be by the end. I, ju- I just realized it. They have finally become Final Fantasy Eleven because that's what it is. Vanadeel Land. Now you can go there and do all the things you want to do and then leave. I mean, Vanaland. It finally has become FF Eleven. And I'm not happy about it. Not in the good ways, though. But and there's it, still no wyverns. It, it's, <laughs> God, fuck you. Go to hell, you piece of shit. I don't 
it was two points for you? Yeah. No, fuck you, go to hell, you piece of shit. Three points. That's oh, three. Oh, those are Nika swears. I swear all the time. <laughs> but it's it's I good. I do too, so I don't know why people get Fuck you, Nika. No, you don't. When he, oh, fuck we, you. Oh, Point. See, I do swear all the time. She's just giving it away now. <laughs> swear slut. I always, I, I don't know. I swear a lot at home. I don't know. Hey, don't swear slut shame Nika. Okay. That's not all right. We're not going to allow that kind of shit on I'll the show. I'll slut shame whoever I want. No, you you can't swear slut shame. You got to be specific on that. Yeah. Swear slut shame. <laughs> yeah. That's hard to say. It's not easy. Anyway, uh, listen, we w- we do want to hear from you uh, if you've had, uh, you know, problems with uh, Shiragane housing plots or if you agree that Yoshi P is uh, openly hostile to their veteran, you know, Square Enix is openly hostile to their veteran player base. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We're going to be talking about patch 4.1 here in just a minute so if you want to sound off on patch 4.1 line your calls up now kooky is standing by to take your call uh that's it that's actually it for the news that's it for the news wait was it i thought there was was also more there's also patch 4.1 was it did no 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 that's the end of the news okay we did paris don't worry okay good um, anyway, so yeah, we would uh, we would like to hear from you uh, if you'd like to give us a call. Kooky's standing by. Um, so yeah, let's talk about patch four point one um, because you know if you listen to last week's show, uh, there was a lot of negativity, of course, about the patch. Uh, the patch notes were very scant. It was not um, very you know, well. They were actually very very long. Well, they were very but long. With but nothing in it. Devoid right, of content. Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of felt like eating like a rice cracker or something it's like a mikote in a bikini but she's just flat and there's like what's the point um what because there's nothing in there like there's not like a she's a flat-chested mikote yeah yeah so you flat-chested women they're women too what you are a flat-chested mikote i mean i guess i'm a male he's a flat-chested nothing do you see those tits (laughs) oh <laughs> Got him. Oh, that's right. Your bitch tits. I'm clearly doing squats to fix that. Yeah, so. you need to be doing squats, all right. But your character doesn't need to do them. You need to do them. What happens in the game happens in real life. So eventually, I'll. By the way, when I saw you doing the squats, I was almost certain there was going to be like a bottle underneath <laughs> you. That that was the effect that you were going oh, Jesus. for. Jesus, and there wasn't, and I was super disappointed. Oh my gosh. I am also disappointed by this. Oh. No proctologist visit for you. I could put the the girl butt plug <laughs> under me. <laughs> That'll work. Right could, now, it's currently on the piano. It's like FF14's version of One Man One Jar. <laughs> Stop. Oh. Stop. Oh. <laughs> anyway, who needs a drink? What the um, hell? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, indeed. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about patch 4.1 because uh, there is uh, a lot more to unpack here than we uh, originally thought. A lot of things being confirmed about the Evil East raid that I think are very good. Um, that took it in a better direction than I was expecting. Let's put it that way. Um, and then uh, we're not going to be talking about the MSQ today. Uh, we usually like to let that lag a little bit to uh, let anyone who's to let uh, it 
simmer. The, let to, let to, Kooky catch up. <laughs> to let anyone catch up who uh, who may need to, um, you know, we usually give a couple of weeks on story. So we're going to try to be light on story. We may get into the evilly story a little bit because there are some pretty cool things that are confirmed about that. Um, so we are going to be talking evilly spoilers, but we're not going to be talking about MSQ spoilers. Okay, so just to make sure that that's clear, the story discussion will come at a later date. And After a Nero, Kahlo, and Escalia beat the story. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag called out. Oh, oh good. <laughs> you, got me. you guys are so bad. Who <laughs> <laughs> cares? I mean, I can't even. Go, so you you could to, go to our lodestone and figure that out. I, I The first time I got to log in was yesterday. Well, I mean, but you've missed this. Like, he wanted so bad to call us out and he just, he couldn't. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. It's like nothing course, matters. Of, of course, you guys didn't do it because that's. Do you need a hug? I mean, it's going to be like what six, seven, eight months before our next yeah. injection of content. February, I mean, we've got if we're pl- lucky. We've got plenty of time. Oh yeah, I feel like Juxta needs a hug. Look at that man. No, get away from me. He needs a hug. He's probably super sweaty. Yeah, I'm gonna I, give him a hug I'm, anyway. Oh, don't. Oh, oh this is well, you do, you're gonna you're gonna do that at your own risk. I'm oh not, yeah. How I'm about not, just like a pat? Like a. I'm not doing. I'm not helping. Oh. Mm. No. Oh, oh, he kissed him too. Oh. Gross. Yuck. There's got to be some kind of drop in here for this. <laughs> whoa! Nope. Whoa! Whoa! Not cool, man. There you go. Um. So yeah, there's. Uh, we gave you houses. Why should we give you content? <laughs> I mean, you gave us some houses. Yeah, apparently not everybody got a house. Juxta, your hair has a weird texture to it. Uh, I was, I was, actually, I'm using a shampoo that was left over from when uh, Kala moved out, so. <laughs> Lols. It's, uh, what was that? Fuck if I, I don't know. know. It was in your, a red and white bottle. Your hair has the same texture as, like, like fake turf. Wait, why, 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 wait, hold on. How is it that your lips know what fake turf texture feels like? Well, I know what it feels like. like. I've played golf. With your lips? No, I don't kiss it, but you still know what it feels like. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, this got weird. Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. Next Way to I'm, go. You know what? I've learned my lesson. Next time I won't kiss Juxta. Yeah, can we talk about Ivalice now? Sorry, sometimes you just got to learn things. Um, I mean, I, I don't mind being kissed. I was just unprepared for it. <laughs> was it life changing? Is that what, hang on? Do we want to start at Evelise? Is that where we want to start? No. It seems like that's where everyone's. That's what everyone's talking about. That should about. be the last thing we talk about. You think? Yeah. Well, what else are we going to talk about? Then? I mean, there's not. Okay. Well, um, the MSQ okay. has the new dungeon. The new dungeon is attached to the MSQ. You guys were saying earlier that Drowned City yeah. of Scala yeah. did not feel like your typical FF14 dungeon. And there's absolutely. And I'm kind of curious why. <laughs> that's kind of the problem. Is I don't know why. All right, well, like, it was definitely a dungeon crawl. You're definitely yeah. going from point A to point B. There's trash. There was a boss. But for some reason, like, it just didn't feel like I was going through Hullbreaker hard or I was going I through any tower. Yeah, I thought it was easy. It was fast. And I thought, like, without spoiling the story, I thought it really had no purpose. They're like, hey, let's do a thing because adventures do things. They're like, okay, let's do a thing. They're like, okay, we did a thing. Yeah, you like, know it, didn't feel, it didn't feel like there's any weight or gravity to the point behind the dungeon at all. I figured because it was, you know, an actual city that had to do with the lore that we would get more lore out of it. And we really <laughs> didn't get very much <laughs> no. lore, if any. And it, it was just like, kind of like thrown in just because like hey i guess we still have to make dungeons guys so let's like throw a dungeon yeah in no there. i thought it was actually almost refreshing your premise for going into this place is like you're an yeah. adventurer I mean, i'm like I you guess. know what 
I am an adventurer. <laughs> and I haven't been allowed to remember that in a long time. Oh, I haven't true, gone on an adventure in forever. With a place that's so tied into the the history of Alamigo, I yeah. feel like it would have been nice to have a little bit more lore behind yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Like, let's raise they, it. I mean, they, guys, they, 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 I go, mean, they go as far as to set up why it's important to Alamigo and then never pay it off. Which is yeah. something they never do anyways. I mean, look, th- this isn't really a, a big spoiler, but yeah, basically the patch starts out with Aaron Vold going, let's go on an adventure, guys. And yeah, I think the it. thing the thing that really like like stuck under my skin the most was I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. That's what we're going to do, right? And then like halfway through the cutscenes of the first place, uh, uh, Alphanaut is like, I sense there's something deeper here, Aaron Vold. Even though, no, there's no reason to sense that, but he's like, oh, you got me. There is. It's because Alphano has a very keen sense Shut of the fuck up. bullshit. He does have a good bullshit detector, except for that one time where he really <laughs> did it. That's every fucking time. That's where he gained the bullshit sense. He had to oh. fail to get picked up. See, now, now I was actually kind of looking forward to, to jumping back in after, after Scala, because I've actually, from what I've been seeing in groups and around Facebook and even hearing from people across Twitter, is they're like, get ready for the feels. It's actually a really good story. They did really well. Blah, 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 blah. For what? For Wait. Like, and... Callo, please chew out Juxta for spending millions of yo on the die for his squadron's glamour. Oh, we're gonna worry. get there! We'll get there. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we're gonna get there, for fuck's sake. Do you relax? But, wow. But anyway. God damn. What? You're the worst! What are you even talking about? Fuck. What was my, what was I fucking, I lost You were looking forward now. to you a were big looking, story yeah. thing in right, Scala. Yeah, and you're not feels. getting and it. You, as I say, well, not just in Scala, but even just with all that's there, and now you guys said you finished it and there's like nothing. So now I'm wondering the people who were like, get ready for the feels if it was the fucking flashback to Aaron Vold's life growing up poor or fucking whatever. No, the feels Fuck for off. Scholar or the feels for the MSQ? The, the, the second half of the MSQ is way better than the first half. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Juxta, I, is it? <laughs> it's better than 3.1 story. I don't that want that is, to be our listen, standard. That cannot listen, be our standard. Mika, that is a low, low bar. <laughs> you you know how low that bar is. I don't know. I Why do you even good. bother? I thought that the, Living. the solo battle challenge was good. Okay, all right. Too. On a like te- like empirically mechanical level, the the ch- battle challenge was good. That was actually really really okay. good. You know what? That's been the one praise I've had for SE through all of this expansion. Is on a technical level, every single duty, every single boss fight. Everything has actually been pretty fucking good. Yeah. But everything else, all the lore, all the story, all the narrative, every fucking thing else is shit tier. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, what I what I did Mika enjoy is shit tier. What I enjoyed about Scala. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Okay. What I enjoyed about Scala was another thing that we've been praising all along was the zone design. Even if like lore wise they didn't do as much as they should with it, it still looked nice and was interesting. Square Enix really knows how to paint a sky. Well, this was very underground, but yes, they do know how to paint a sky. Look, look, I mean, you know, Square Enix has been on point in Stormblood for their zone design, period. Yes. Hands down. Um, Some of the best zones have come from Stormblood, except for the Ruby Sea. So, (laughs) yes. All right. So, uh, you know, you got to give them credit where credit is due. And, uh, you know, uh, of of what I've experienced so far. Yeah. The gorgeous set pieces, um, well-designed mechanical fights. Mm -hmm. But again, in two weeks, 
No one is like it's just going to be added into the cycle of shit that you yep. do when you log on, and that's it. And there's there's nothing else to work towards. Then so, the chat didn't seem to agree with Juxtas in my assessment that it didn't really feel like a, a typical dungeon. They all seem to think it just feels like another dungeon. So okay. I don't know. Not no. to me, it didn't. Like I just I, I got I, to the I, end of that dungeon and I was like, huh. I just right. don't. I just don't know what what makes you say that you know, it feels atypical. I think that maybe it's just refreshing to be in a new dungeon because the the experience that you're describing is kind of the same way that I felt with uh, oh god, what was the the one of the last dungeons we got with uh, Heaven's Ward where you're going back into the Dragon Mountain Some place. All? Some all hard Some mode. All hard mode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the first time I went through that, I kind of felt like at the end I'm like, oh, okay. But then every time you go back in afterwards, it's just a fucking dungeon. No, no. Some all hard is Pokemon's on crack. <laughs> that first ball, that Bulbasaur, <laughs> yeah, is ridiculous. Is. You're right. Yeah. No, I, I see. I felt the opposite. I fucking hated some all hard mode. It was one of my least I favorite. I hate dungeons. it because every time I do a 50-60 roulette, that's the one that I get. I hate it because the boss is a lava scorpion, and that's lazy as fuck. <laughs> anyway, well, wait, uh, wait a few weeks, and I'm sure you'll think the same thing about the drowned city of yourself. Yeah, I mean, listen, I thought Scala's bosses were fine. I, I went in and I asked the same thing I asked at the beginning of every dungeon. Hey, can I just not stand in red and kill the ads? Will that get me through these bosses? And they're like, no, actually, there you'll have to learn a couple things. Like, Did you? Yeah, there was actually some mechanics to learn. Did I? Will, now, I will I have to know those mechanics in 10 eye levels? I don't know, maybe. Probably not. But overall, no, I definitely had to learn a couple things. I don't actually remember what any of the mechanics were, <laughs> to be honest. It's a good thing you don't have I mean, a show where you have to talk about this kind of stuff. Well, I mean, that just tells you how much the mechanics were, is that I did it blind and I didn't wipe at all, so... So not too hard. All right, I mean, I didn't have the opportunity to do it blind. They told me all about the mechanics that I went in, so oh, right. I don't know. Maybe it would have been easy to pick up. I mean, I guess so, because I, I mean, I feel like they're unrememberable. Like the thing is, is is a mechanic is only as as you know, like how punishing is it? Like if you get hit by it's it, true, you That's know, true, or yeah. fail it or whatever it, it is. Exactly. Oh exactly. my god. Okay. So the first boss, it has moves where it pushes you and it pulls you, right? right. And yeah. it says push or pull in the word. And it's the opposite. It's the fucking opposite. <laughs> yep. And it's like, oh, push and he pulls. Oh, pull I'm a big horse and I'm gonna push you away. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna get next to you. <laughs> I'm pulling you, idiot. I'm like. Dick. Yeah, get trolled on. Maybe, one. maybe what they meant was maybe this is a translation error. When it says push, it means you're supposed to push in, not run away. If so, that's awful because I know the same thing happened to me. They're like, "Hey, this boss is going to have push and pull mechanics, and it'll say which one in the name." And I'm like, "Great!" And then I botched up the first two because I'm like, "All right, fuck you guys." Owned. Death Cloud says already done with Omega Savage. So no, you guys have things to do. <laughs> oh, okay. I beat I, I beat Omega already, so yeah. We're done with was, Omega Savage Four. He was referring to someone else who asked him. Um, how well, it doesn't matter. We're we're done. We're, we're done we're with it. We already to beat Death it. Cloud with a K. Yeah. In the chat right now. We we beat it before Nika did, but Nika's already yeah, beat sure. it too. So sure. everyone's beating it. So let's I just ninety five percent of the game clear. That's right. So let's just take let's just take that argument and take that out of what we're talking about here and just realize that like look, in two weeks, you're gonna be fucking bored with everything, including the good shit. And you have five months to go. Hey, we're gonna get Eureka soon. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. I mean, well, wait, no, we're not. We're not even getting that. Listen, well, it what was the thing I'm talking about? Listen, it Bahama. does. It does do 
two things. It does add two new things to do every week and every day. You've now got the uh, Alliance Raid Roulette that you can do every day, and it is worth it. Mm-hmm. And now you've got the, um, you know, the... Uh, uh, got Scala added it, into the roulette. Scala's added into the mix, so you've got now, you know, three when you queue up for oh, yeah. EX. Four, four, excuse yeah, me, yeah. four. Um, and, you know, when uh, and you've got, uh, of course, Ivalice as well right. now to do once a week for uh, for both your and drop item. And you can do the Kojin. Yeah, if you do the Beast, Beast Tribe, Tribe quest. Yep, that's right. Have you done any of the Beast Tribe, Nico? Every single day. Oh, okay, good. So, someone can actually speak on yeah, it. Yeah, so I haven't done it at all. And I was actually the big proponent of Beast Tribes back in 2.0 and 3.0. What can you tell me about the Kojin that's anything remotely different? Um, is that it's kind of a mix of just randomly click here, click there, riding them out and doing battles, much like the other one. Is does the story seem different or compelling? Because the one thing that um, I've liked about the Beastman tribes, the crafting ones aside, is that every iteration, the storytelling has gotten better and better and better. The Nath was my the favorite. Crafting one was pretty good Shut, though, because you were rebuilding okay, that. But it was Moogles in crafting, and it was stupid. I mean, I and guess. we're supposed to like be able to like hurt them and stuff. But I didn't hurt any Moogles, and I just made them even more. I was even more mad at Moogles. <laughs> the story, I mean, Yoshi P I, lied. I can, I can spoil the story of this, right? Of the Beast Tribe. Yeah, go ahead. The, the premise of the story cares. is that you know because the Red Cogen have the uh, that vaults of treasures, uh-huh. but they don't really like the Blue Cogen and the rest of us to go there. So the Blue Cogen decide that they're going to create their own vaults of treasures from the ground up, and that this will be their most precious treasures from here going forward. And so every single time you do a rank up quest, you because uh, I'm like rank three or four now, I think whatever the highest is you can be at this point, and uh, you get new Hashtag treasures to add. <laughs> Hey, I, uh, this is the first time I actually logged in before the reset on patch day to have three extra Beast Tribe quests ahead of the people that forgot to do It's that. fine. You could, you're humble bragging. Continue. Anyways, but they, you add like a new treasure to their treasure trove. And so you're kind of like building up their own treasure. That is so lame. That's actually kind of neat. <laughs> is it no. though? It, it's kind of because cute when you see the stories like from the, <sighs> the, the, the places they're getting the treasures from. It's giving some lore and characters to like different... I, I mean, I, I guess, okay, maybe, maybe how they execute it might actually be good. Yeah, you do good, it with the Kasteri, like the Aura that don't talk. So the, there's like a little bit of lore. The way that, that it was sold to me, like like through the MSQ, is, is their vault is like, you know, where their history and their culture and shit basically is. So if we're like, okay, from now on, let's make our, our own vault. Well, you're not going to have real... We're going like, to make your own vault with hookers and blow. Right, like you can't really... It's not going to have any actual history well, in it yeah, yet, is it? Because well, it's all see, in the real vault. Well, exactly. They're trying to create their own history going forward. And the thing is, is you're you're getting treasures from different parts of the... You're getting the, the leftover the shit, continent. basically. So, you know, you're basically collecting treasure from different parts of the world. Like you get one from the catfish people, one from the Kisteri. Like, so it's you're gathering it up to kind of create a treasure trove of the area. I don't know. So you, we'll you, see where it goes. You get uh you get to be Indiana Jones. That belongs in a museum of the Cochin. <laughs> the turtles. I <laughs> You know, I someone had made a joke, I think when I first asked about it one day in stream about uh hope you like delivering pizzas, right? I actually kind of wish that we were just delivering pizzas because at least then I could appreciate the reference. I'm I don't know, man. I never do the Beast Tribe quest shit. I think I did it once for the Vanu Vanu. Uh-huh. So you get a little uh, little stomper. Yeah, that's right. Stomper. I did get a little stomper. stomper. Um, 
But I do it every single day. I mean, not only because I get XP and I'm leveling everything, but just so that way you can buy all the mounts and the minions and all the shit and things. I cannot wait for Nika to reach like level 70 and all her jobs that way. I know. She I'm can never stop log telling in again. us that she's leveling all the jobs. I know, right? I'll never log in again when I get to the why point can't, of the Why can't there be a goddamn mat cap in FF14 there really so that she be. can just wear it and shut the fuck up? There should be. I got it one in 11. Well, there's yes. <laughs> well, there's not. So when you finish leveling all of your jobs, you can just cry. Yeah, I will, because I'll have no more reason to play. I know you won't. It's a sad day. I just hit White Mage 70, so God. I'm making it there. I'm getting there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm White Mage 70 or 67. Anyway, um, let's talk cool. about let's talk about the adventuring squadron because uh clearly just Wait, hold on, let's talk about Hildebrand first and that'll get oh, okay, that'll be right. quickly right. out of the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're okay. Right. You're right. All right, uh, well, so we're done about talking about Hildebrand. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't actually done the Hildebrand quest yet. Don't about you, it. you did already actually. Don't <laughs> the quest is basically, hey, Hildebrand's coming. Hey, Hildebrand's here. Hey, this Taro Taro is a creepy stalker. Hey. All right, that's it. That's it? That's it. It's like you gotta you go there, and uh, I'm going to spoil everything for you guys. Uh, the cat lady is, uh, first of all, is going to get raped by that catfish thing. You okay, know, uh, hold on, hold on. Wait, before, we, we, no. know, we know exactly how no. that's going. Yes, no, yes. stop. Yes. Is this going to be like when you tried to explain <laughs> the red mage quest to us? <laughs> well, basically. Jesus Christ. No, I mean, we all know the, the catfish is going to... Bring uh, Nashu to the casting couch, and we know where it goes from there. Oh, my God. But we save her. We're like, hey, don't do that, catfish. And now we follow her outside. We try to find a man of gentlemanliness. What? Why is Harvey Weinstein in FF14 now? It's topical. Oh, okay. Hmm? Actually, they must have planned that. They knew. Yeah. Score Enix... Is woke. They got the inside track. Huh? They're, they're Enix is woke. <laughs> um, but yeah, on the for list of phrases you My never God. thought you'd say aloud. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, but yeah, and then uh, you go outside, and that creepy tar or creepy Lalafell that's been following her throughout all the Hildebrand things. You actually uh -huh. get to talk to him now. Uh huh. And he says, "Hey, I've been following this chick for five years." <laughs> And apparently your character is okay with that. <laughs> oh, God. And then you're like... Really? Oh, yeah. You know, th th that's not the first time that we've turned our eye to, like, injustice. Do you, do you not remember the first time that they put a quest in-game to go back and redo old raids for uh, for when they wanted us to redo Crystal Tower to get the up one of the upgrade items? And uh, the, 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 it was called Magus something. And it's a female character. And they're basically like, oh, yes, I possess this girl's body. And I'm going to give you a quest. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, but you're going to give me shit for it, right? You, get, oh, you, yeah. you technically get rewards, though. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm all for that. But yeah. Yeah. And then, so as long as I get rewards, it's okay if you possess people. Cool. And apparently it's okay if you stalk people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're waiting for the rest of the story. Yeah. What's the rest of the story? Um, that's that's it. Uh, yeah, but more is coming from Square Enix's. Like that's that's no, just... that, that's basically it. And then oh, it's okay. like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep finding him in this uh, far eastern place. And then it gets like you get the Hildebrand cutscene next time. Next on time Hildebrand. on Hildebrand. No, of course you literally don't get to see Hildebrand except for the 
next time on Hildebrand. Why why do they keep doing Hildebrand like they this? don't want to do it? Just I, let it just st- let them stop. Just yeah. stop. Okay, then this is what you need to do, Square Enix. If you don't want to keep doing Hildebrand at the end of the quest, don't say Hildebrand will see you next next expansion. Yeah. Just say yeah, wh- the end. What they should do is just have him like die in some noble sacrifice and then he can't come back. The, oh my god! They don't leave anyone dead. If they were to kill Hildebrand, then they could show like the little like Star Wars ghosts of like Hildebrand, Harshifant, and Nika's companion next to each other. Oh my god! We're getting a sale. And Sure. Yeah. In fact, those three are like teaming on your sale in the afterlife. That's what Whoa. they're doing. <laughs> yeah, just going at it. They're running a train <laughs> on your sale. Yes, they are. Oh my god! Oh, that got dark. Wow. That yes, took a turn. Have you ever Eiffel Towered before? <laughs> Man, I figured like they would use that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Eiffel Tower? Yeah, that's when. Wait, you've uh, never heard of an Eiffel Tower? Yeah, that, no, 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 no. I've heard it referred. Re, I've heard it referred to as Golden Gating, but I've uh, never heard it no, referred well, to as the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. To my knowledge, Eiffel Tower is when you have the girl in between. And you're doing her at both ends, and you reach up and grab each other's hands. No, no, whoa, okay, no, all right, no, no, okay. It's when you're doing that, and then you high five. Okay. The high five. Oh, I can see, I can see either one of those. Yeah. Interesting. Why would you grab each other's hands? That's, That's gay. Very weird. It's You're romantic. already reaming a girl at both do you, ends. Do, like, you, do you look longingly into the other man's eyes, too? Like, like, I mean... <laughs> Not if you don't like them. I mean, you know, I think the balls are just slapping back and forth the whole time. It's you have totally... one on the front and one on the back. Are your balls not big enough to like really smack the woman's wow. ass? Okay. Is that not a thing? For you guys? Well, I think you need to have your Her. balls looked at. Dude, you I have cancer. Cancer, <laughs> really? Cancer kills cells. It doesn't build them up. Do you know what a tumor is? It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> you bet you don't have that as a drop, huh? <laughs> anyway. Thank you for T. Capelli reminding us all that it's not gay when it's the three-way. Well, it is if you're grabbing hands. Yeah, I think staring longingly at each other. I think the line does get crossed in some scenarios. Yeah, 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 I think so. (laughs) Crimson did the chat. I never wanted this. (laughs) You came to the wrong stream, then, man. LBR, you signed up, motherfucker. You don't. Yeah, you don't get to control this. I never wanted any of this, but I have no control of it. Neither do you. Nobody really does. Nobody really, truly nobody does. So uh, after the creepy fish person and Hildebrand uh, Eiffel Tower Nashu, what happens? Uh, no, uh, yeah, I, I got we, all of that confused. We're, we're done. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. just it. That's it. It just ends on the Eiffel Towering scene. <laughs> and well, you have the, the Lalafell like watching in the background. Do her eyes roll uh, up into her head? Because if, if, if she hasn't right. shown you those whites, what's it matter? Does she squirt? <laughs> Out of every orifice <laughs> oh my that God. you can imagine. That includes her ears. Uh, I got him. I got, I got him to visibly cringe in the room. That does not happen that often. No, that, one, that, one caught, that one caught him off guard. Not as hard as Hildebrand was no. in the scene, but very hard nonetheless. Okay. All right, let's move on from Hildebrand because I don't understand why they even do this anymore. Do you think it's not worth it? It's just at, at this point, it's simply not the f- fucking worth it. Okay. Do you think Hart uh, would be okay if you were just like fucking his lance hole? In his chest. <laughs> I think he would be happy to know that his death could serve some meaning. Okay. So. <laughs> I just don't just, see it. You know, just, he's actually died like five times and just never actually dies. I just. He died in 1.0. He died in 2.0. <laughs> he died in Heaven's Word. He's. I'm just saying, listen, I'm just saying a lance wound of that size, given the girth of your penis, <laughs> it's not going to be terribly satisfying to put your penis in it. 
I mean, did it, I think go all the way through. So you kind of have to like angle. So you like get up into his innards to like, you know, get the stomach and the, oh, and the small intestines too. That'd be the good ones. Cause I think it was like, it's, it's like, fucking yeah, I was, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, cause Who if you just try to go straight shit? through the hole, you're not going to yeah. be touching anything. Okay. I'm, I'm picturing okay. mayonnaise. Is anyone right. else picturing oh, mayonnaise? What, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Are, are we done? I mean... Can we move on? We'll think of something else, I promise. You ever seen a grown man? <laughs> so, over the past few shows, Nero, you have asked Juxta to remodel our fucking studio. Yeah. Countless times. Yeah. And, and I what, did. What has been your excuse every fucking time? I, w- I didn't want to play the game. You don't have enough fucking money. And I don't want to play the game. you don't have money. Give me money. I need money. I have to buy stuff. Money, 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 money. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adventuring Squadron. You can glamour them now. You want to tell us about your Adventuring Squadron glamour? Okay, sure. All right. So to start with, you have to level them up to level 51 first, which kind of a pain in the ass, but I got there. No problem. But my first glamour set, I had them all as Final Fantasy characters. So I had uh, my tank, uh, which was a gladiator, as lightning. Okay, and go to what they are now. Unfortunately, uh, the uh, Emperor's new shield, uh, the blank one, you have to be level 60 to use that because it's from the Garo PvP vendor. So I'm like, oh my god, that ruins everything. But then I had the bright idea just to glamour them all in the best man's outfit from Tuxedos. Yes, exactly. And so I'm also wearing it, and they all have shiny versions of it. So they're all a different color, which and we all have golden spectacles, which includes the new metallic yellow and metallic orange. Yeah, which to be to be honest, how much not those that, cost? No, uh, how metallic much? orange is not that much different from the gold. It's just like kind of like uh, like a okay. little bit, a little bit like brighter. How much? And then the, the yellow gold costs twenty k. How much does metallic orange cost? The yellow one is very very bright. It's like a <laughs> Pikachu <laughs> color. So I'm actually really I'm okay with that one because. The gold Answer the dirty. fucking Juxta. question. What? How much did the new dies cost you each? Each? Yes. Uh, roughly 500k. And and you Whoa! needed... You Wait, needed for it. each die or for each person? Each die. Each die, yeah. So, so you had to do that on like at least two, if not more, per person. I did it on the, the body and the pants. So two So and one two. mil per person. So yeah. two million gil. Yes. For, for glamour. But you, but do you, you don't have gil... To decorate the studio. To remodel well, I, the I studio. I need more gil than just two million. Not to mention... Just before, two million gil? Come on! Before we did the raid, I gave you how much money to buy gear to have a high enough item level for it? I didn't ask you to give me gil for that. Just saying. You have but more also, money than you've let on. Especially because you are the one that was so against these glamours. I can't even imagine why you spent so much money on them. Because he's What are you talking idiot? about? You're like, I, w- I formed all of these very particular squadron people, and I, now the glamour just kind of makes it all not worthwhile at all. Yeah, it does. It makes it completely superfluous yeah, from what I did in, before. In but you're going to show your support to Square Enix definitely by spending not well, that much money into the on game, glamour. Nika. It's not like I can be like, no, I'm taking a stand against this, and Square Enix be like, you oh, could actually okay, take a stand against uh, okay, it. Okay, Juxta is against this thing that we added, so we're going to take this away. No, they're not going to do that. So you know what? I'm going to look like a fucking pimp with my, with my harem of... Four, uh, eight ladies, well, seven ladies and one female row. You have and, a lalafell too. <laughs> and a potato. Okay, so six hot chicks, a potato, and a row. 
and they look awesome because they're all shiny and stuff. You know, we I, just, I posted it on Facebook for everyone to see. We saw. It, we just had a conversation last show too about you know how no one, no game developers are ever held accountable for their shit decisions, and people just go along with it anyway. Yeah. Okay, so this is the rock you want to die on is the glamours. There, that's, oh, there's a that's, lot of rocks that, with that That's the rock you want to die on. Not like the DLC or the cash shop or the jump potion. This is what you want to die on is the squadron glamours, which I'm I'm willing to bet everyone here, except for maybe Nika, you don't even have a level 51 squad guy uh, yet. Was I able to get what? them to level yes, 51 before the I patch? said discounting you. No, you weren't. No, then no, I don't. See, exactly. Exactly. So you guys don't even care about squadrons, all right? No. But I don't want to hear yeah, it. My squadron no, what is I, all fan And you know so. what? what? You know I, what? I like my squadron more than any of you fucking puppies either because they actually follow my orders. When I tell them to return, they fucking return. They don't stand in the shit, Nika. Okay. How about, Kahlo. how about this? How about this? How about you take your, your fucking squadron mates and you go do a show with them? You can go ahead and set up your mannequins in a studio and you can have a fucking imaginary tea party every Sunday with them. And then we can actually do a fair. talk show. Listen to a mouth breathe over there. He's so worked up. He's he's you, sweating. You, you he's, put me he's, here. He's sweating. This is the spot you put me in. <laughs> he's sweating from trying to trying to justify his decision. From, from breathing. Listen, listen, breathing I just had, is hard for him. I just had to pick a very superfluous rock to stand on. I know. Thank you. Listen, I, I, the, I don't give a shit about Adventurer Squadrons at all, and Iota. What I give a shit about is our studio, because we use it every Sunday for the show. Oh, okay. Well, just give me some gun. I'll remodel it. Oh, my I actually modeled you just I, spent, I added you stuff. Just spent, you just spent your budget. I added stuff to it. A lot of bottles. Yeah, bo- Sake bottles. Yeah, bottles weeb. don't count. And elixir bottles. Five, I'm sorry? Five of those. Five elixir bottles, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I turned one of them into Colibri's pink. With okay, dye. all right. If, if if this studio isn't remodeled by next week, don't bother showing up. <sighs> okay, so what can, what do you want for a remodel then? What 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 does a remodel entail? I, I mean, all the floors, all Every, the, let's, uh, that's that's step one. Do At I least, have to remodel the studio too? Yeah, absolutely. I just changed that. Well, it should have been better. You should be better. I'm giving you fun things to do. You don't do anything fun. <laughs> no, yo, he's don't not. We know it. He's not wrong. <laughs> Skurro had to go through the freaking like blog posts and change like URLs to transfer over episodes. I know there were like 180. I'm saying play and, a goddamn game. Yeah, and he didn't complain about that. And he got it done in one day, like 180 entries. Wow, Skurro needs a life. Do, do you want? <laughs> do you want to do that? Do you want to? Do you want to take point on the no, on that? I've got more projects that need that need it. Okay, work. all right. So this is juxta work. You go do juxta work. <laughs> this is juxta. You get up in those. You get up in the fucking. You get up in the fucking air ducts. Okay, and you go do juxta work. I've been waiting for that, but when you have a baby, and that hasn't happened yet. That's not the time, Nika. <laughs> Jeez, it's like you don't even have a child. You have to choose your battles with that. Uh huh. You can't just throw it around willy nilly. I'll put yeah, you, I'll like put like you, you do with the babies. I will put you back on vermin removal. Okay, <laughs> fucking. But that's a scalia word. <laughs> sure. Also, I love how I'm trying to spar with a scalia, and my punches are just going over your head. 
It's all part of the strategy. (laughs) (laughs) I got that Southpaw jinx going on. You're punching me right in the crotch. The Little Mac strategy. (laughs) All right. So I would like to sort of end cap that and say this is as as engaging and fun and as exciting as the Squadron Adventure will ever be. That conversation. Yeah, it's never going to be more entertaining than what you just heard. Far more so, yeah. The end. I mean, to be fair, I've done more runs of Wanderer's Palace than I have, like, doing roulette since 3.2. Yeah, and apparently, you know how Yoshi said that sort of like the 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 the, the uh, end stone or like like the main thing that you're working towards, like reward wise, is those uh, those emotes. As you notice, Jux is already doing one because apparently you get them for just completing ten runs, ten dungeons. Yeah. So what's the point of them? Ten, ten uh, dungeons. to level them up. To right, level for, them right, up for what though? Thank you. Here's a 20 to put toward the sex dolls Juxta needs for his new podcast. Oh, thank you. The stuff that you get from, you, doing, from doing those missions is no different than sending them out by themselves. Yeah, like, I, I, mean, I mean, do you at least get XP for it? Uh, you get, like, whatever, like, you don't actually get, like, dungeon clear XP. Yeah, whatever the dungeon gives you normally. You get, like, mob XP, and that's Ugh. basically it. You get all the drops, though. Okay. Yeah, every single drop. <laughs> but it costs I just more, turned it, in for... It, it, it costs seals. more uh, seals than it does the, and then you'll get out. So, so there is literally do do ten runs and you have everything you need from it. As far as far as I know, but I mean people don't have level sixties yet, so at least not that I've read. <coughs> yeah. So, well it's it's a good thing that they can, you know, improve you know on what? this no. system going forward in five I mean, you know what? To be fair, this is better than the uh the retainer system because I can't even level up my retainers because I don't play any of the classes that my retainers are in. Okay, and well, Infinity you know Fox what? is saying you do get a lot of XP. He went from 34 to 38 in two Brave Flocks runs. Oh, okay. So that's, right, that's, that's an fair. XP. That's not that, bad. Well, I guess if you're bonus leveling XP. those ones, but... Yeah, I'm I, level 67, so... But see, yeah, yeah, I was going on my Astrologian, which is 60, and I, w- I did all the dungeons except Wanderer's Palace. So which ones are... There's like... How many is that? Like five of them? And I only gained like a little sliver on my bar, so... Yeah, so they're really worth it. Well, but I mean, like, but it's appropriate. Yeah, it would be. uh, uh, Yeah, you exactly. It's level appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get you. Why not just go through fucking Palace of the Dead if you want to level? I mean, it's something different because that's repetitive. Yeah. Oh, but but doing Wanderers Palace or Brave Flocks over and over and over again—that's not going to be repetitive. But I will say, with your squadrons, though, once they get their tactics leveled up a little bit higher, they actually get like really big damage bonuses, and it's actually smoother than doing it with pugs at this point and they take like reduced damage from AOEs yeah they take shit. reduced damage so and we're getting with AOEs and I'm taking like half my health and they take like a little sliver I'll say this to never have to explain how the uh, Iatar works at the end of a Brayflox run to a noob it might be worth okay, it okay alright and the Iatar like dungeon mechanics only target player characters which does not include your squadron mates. So Iatar only spits at you. Oh, okay. Oh, so if you're you smart, can make it you really can run easy. away yeah. and just not be by the dragon ever and the tank doesn't have to reposition. Th- that boss is the only boss I've ever raged on some scrub for like right. because he was so bad. Yeah. This sounds like all kinds of terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, it does. I mean, I don't know. I'm not into it. I probably won't even give it much attention at all. Um, all right. So that brings us now to uh, what I would say is the crown jewel of patch 4.1. Uh, one of the small crown jewel. One of the uh, highlights of four point one, and maybe one of the highlights of all of the alliance raids. Period. 
Because I do think that of the Alliance raids that we've seen, this has been one of the most unique and inventive, um, mechanically sound and challenging Alliance raids that we've ever seen in FF14. And of course, I'm talking about Rabinaster. Right. Yeah. Well, was it better than Crystal Tower? Well, Absolutely. I was, was going to say yes, in retrospect, because Crystal Tower being the first one wasn't bad. No, no. I don't mean the whole, the whole of Crystal Tower. I mean the first leg of Crystal Tower. Labyrinth of the Ancients. Labyrinth of the Ancients. I yeah. really like Oh, yeah. By was a it lot. better than Void Arc? Yeah. Absolutely. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I and I think that they've definitely learned uh, a lot about how to make that presentation better as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to be fair, though, they also brought in uh, outside battle developers and story writers. So, uh, <laughs> well, but they but they as, as we've said, well, all right. As far, as far as the battle goes, right, they've been doing well all expansion, right. But you're right. I'm sure bringing in a battle designer probably didn't hurt any but the fact that they also brought in a story designer that probably explains why this is uh, why this story is better than the msq <laughs> i was actually gonna go ahead and compare this to what we had with omega because they're kind of dealing sure. yeah, with yeah, yeah. the same thing right taking uh taking subject matter from another game and using it here right we had a lot of bad terrible negative things to say about omega yep they basically did the complete opposite, in my eyes, with the Ivalice raid. Yeah. Well, that's because they're actually making Ivalice part of the Garlemald continent and country. Right, which is absolutely the correct way to handle yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. You, let's, you, yeah. Let's start there. Why don't we start there? Because you know we had theorized that because we've now got Omega, which is just stories brought to life, like yeah. stories that a super powerful machine are bringing to life that you have to and blackmail you into doing. Or yeah, that that the exactly the it's like this doomsday machine is going fight these imaginary things it's and the then tournament art and if you we don't land. yeah. But if you don't, I'm going. I have enough power to destroy all that you love and all the people in the world. Right. right. So, so blackmailing you to fighting my things, which which led a lot of us to believe that this Evilise raid was going to take part or take place in Evilise as we knew it from Final Fantasy Tactics and FF12. Right. The idea was how are they going to take us there? Because remember, they also made like a big deal out of the whole like Prima Vista Zodiac Brave story. Yeah, and, right. Yes. And, yes. and the fact that they said this was going to be canon to Evilise, we're like, okay, then how are they going to Yeah, move but Ivalice? not in the way you guys think but it not, is. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, what what they did was they basically have... Oh my God, real what, quick, what, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. That whole not the way you think it is, that phrase pisses me off so much because remember the first time we heard heard that phrase was with, is, right? was with the gun class and yep. they said it's not what you think it is it ended up being a dps gun wielding class right and we all thought oh maybe it's a chemist maybe it's what, what, what i don't want anyone else well, nobody guessed machinist so it's not what we thought it was we thought it was gonna be a dps and guess what it was a fucking dps yeah. So, so, yeah, but so no you one, think he's using you don't it, it's not what you think I, I it is. I just hate that phrase now cuz whatever oh, okay. I think it is, that's what it's going to fucking be. Well, we can't all be Juxtadamus. Yeah, that's right. Well, that is your cross to bear. Suck my dick then. I predict that thunder rolls, boom. Okay. Thunder know. rolls, boom. <laughs> no, boom, not bloom. I don't you know where bloom. I don't know where I'm going. Orlando. No one knows where you're going, Chuckstar. Anyway, um, I need more drink. so uh, so Evilise, um definitively has been 
I think placed inside of Eorzea, right? Yeah. So, Ivalice as we know it, even. As we know it, right. Because yeah, there's a couple of things. And there's a couple of things that it confirms from even going back to, to tactics, right? Like, um, so there's there's a couple of there, there's a couple of layers here that yeah, we have. There's to, actually a lot to unpack. We, we have to peel back. So um, the first is that um, it seems as if Eorzea is the same world that FF that FF12 took place in, just a huge span of time later. Like a long time, years. yes, right. long time after. Which which leads me to to kind of ask, like we know broad stroke history about Eorzea, specifically surrounding a lot of the um, the calamities, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes me wonder, you know, the world of FF12 that we knew, what where was that in terms of the eras? that we've been able to define for Eorzea. Well, one of the things to keep in mind is that Eorzea is just the the four kingdoms. The planet as a whole is Heidelin. Heidelin, right. right. Yeah, and that's true. And now it's kind of confirmed because of this, at least within the confines of FF14, that Ivalice was never a world or a planet, but a, a kingdom or, you know, a... A, a, a nation. A, a nation, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or even just like, a, you know, a continent or... or or something right mm-hmm. so uh we do know that uh where we go that is called Ephelice, where we go the city known as Rabinaster, um and 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 the reason that i caveat it like that is because and as other people have pointed out when we go to koga it is in name only right doma. like it's or doma sorry yeah, koga. <laughs> sorry when we go when we go to doma it's in name only right like it is uh, originally from ff2 right I mean, these, yeah. Yeah, these are all this called back. Like, there's been so many callbacks from four, right? Like Final Fantasy VI, it was Doma. Thank you. <laughs> okay, but but well, it's just, it's, it's what they've done with all the reference. I mean, Kryle from FF3, uh, Matoya from yeah, FF4. Yeah, they're all those Easter eggs, just in <laughs> But but the you thing is, pleb, I hate But you. the thing is, though, is that I don't know that that is necessarily the case of what is going on with Evilise because it seems more distinctly and intrinsically linked. In terms of like, yes, this is the same world. Absolutely. And I think it I mean, definitely is. It, it definitely is. is. They brought in the same story developer and then said this is canon to Evilly's story. So I think 100% we can say this is the same and, exact Evilly's story. And it, it makes sense that it's it's this speck of land that Gar- within Garlemald, effectively. And right. Garlean's at one point wiped out Rabinaster and, you know, took over. And like, go back. It's it's fun too. I just looked up a uh, picture of what Judge Geese looks like. Sure. Looks like His helmet. He looks like a Garlean. He looks Absolutely. like a Garlean. He looks exactly 100%. like a Garlean. Yeah, That's- I mean, that was the first thing when this game first came out and we saw the judges and I was like, wait, why are the FF12 characters judges in mm-hmm. this? And we're like, oh, wait, these are Garlean. What's the difference? I mean, it makes a lot of sense why it does based off of the same the same armor scheme sure oh, wait hold on apparently yatsumi matsuno made a tweet saying uh return to evilis is not a post final fantasy tactics story like what was said in the previous 14 hour broadcast is a concept of what we were of of what if we were to bring evilis into a theme park at games like final fantasy 14 is not a tactic sequel or whatsoever yeah so so this is actually the point that i wanted to make in regards to things like doma or or, or matoya in Kryle, right those are things where they exist as their sort of own entity within ff14 and absolutely name only but they talk about like in the, in the cutscene they actually reference the war of the lions yep. as something that actually happened they actually use uh, uh f- how the fuck do you pronounce Ramza's last name Beluv or whatever 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. W- whatever. Like, like Rams they, be. Yeah, they, they basically say that you are a descendant of that bloodline. So while according to the creator of Tactics in 12, Eorzea may not exist within their timeline, I honestly think now that that, that timeline still exists within like the 14. Was right. was that was that tweet from the guy who actually they had brought in to work on? Yeah, that Matsuno. That, that, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just I wanted to make sure that it wasn't someone else who was attached to the to yeah, tactics no, yeah. in twelve that they didn't bring in for this yeah. because that would have been an easy way for yeah. them to go. Oh well, no, of course that's not canon. Well, I mean, right. It kind of makes sense. Like you can use the stories though. Is that all of Evilise's history is canon to Eorzea, but Eorzea is not necessarily canon to Evilise when you. That's know. right. I, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. That, yeah. Eorzea is one possible outcome. Sure. Everything. Whereas, but anything that happened in Tactics and Twelve, guess what? It fits in the Eorzean timeline. Still not as convoluted as the Flash. Well, but (laughs) but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: is that for as much of Evilise as we've seen throughout Tactics and throughout Twelve. It has always been a partial piece of land. Yes. It's never actually like when when you got the ability to fast travel, you never got an airship that you could fly around the entirety of the world no. as you could mm-hmm. in previous Final Fantasies, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you you got to pick a place to go to and you fast traveled there. Yep. In like, fact, if you look it's up, been a long time since I played twelve, so please correct me if I'm no, wrong. No, no, you're you're absolutely correct. In fact, if you go and look up, like for example, the 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 biggest map that it shows during FF. 12 it shows uh oh, fuck, what were the name of them like uh Del, you know delmasca nabadia and then it shows i think rosaria and i forget the other one but basically it just looks like two giant chunks of land that kind of meet in the middle sure it could absolutely be a huge giant expansive right. world outside of that and that's it like the point is that unlike you know uh eight or nine where you have a full globe you can or cycle seven. around or seven eh, sure i guess or two. six seven also i mean five, five, any four, of the other ones before three, that yeah two yeah. we get it one. One. We get it. <laughs> he went all the way down to two. I'm like, you, you got to finish. Cerberus. Dirge of. <laughs> I, that I don't know. I can't. I don't know if you got a world map on that. No. Well, I mean, technically, because seven had a world map. Shut up, fucker. <laughs> By oh proxy. my God, I fucking hate you. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I do think that this does, this is a pretty definitive link. Um, I'm going to be interested to see when we do actually get the continent of Garlemald unveiled. I, you know, it's, it's, it's entirely possible that we might be kind of more familiar with this piece of land than we know. There should actually within just, you know creation like 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 the world because we've seen this giant map that just has like clouds on it right 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 right, right, okay square enix wouldn't have just made a map with clouds they had the world map designed and then put clouds on it right so so there's something underneath there someone needs to sneak into square enix hq and find us a copy of that map. they just need to go in with a with a pencil with with an eraser and just erase the clouds but then you erase you the wa- stuff you can, underneath. You can actually oh, walk shit. through the lobby, but when you go to where like the employees are, there's like a desk and a bunch of people sitting there. You'd never be able to sneak through. Nika, like, but big glass windows. And- wow. Obviously, Believe if you're me, a ninja, really you can be to. invisible. I really wanted to. Got to get some prison powder. You could have gotten through. I mean, we've we've driven we've driven past the Square Enix headquarters in uh, in California before. I played yeah, beer I pong with the head GM. We mooned it when we were on the highway. We what? did actually all flip it off. Yeah, we yeah. Pi- we that we, actually did happen. We we pissed off the the guy in the pickup truck next to us who followed us for like three miles. That was fun. It happened. Good times. I know. Hi, I miss E three. We I I just didn't know how to explain to the guy we weren't trying to moon you. We were trying to give Square Enix the turkey neck, but I don't. He didn't get it. 
No, well, I got to be honest with you. Whether we were trying to moon him or moon Square Enix, he turned right and saw some unfortunate things. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I can understand why he was mad. Yeah. He made eye contact with my butthole. Well, was he was he mad or was he kind <laughs> of intrigued? Wink? Jesus. Uh, uh, he wasn't I intrigued. I, I don't yeah, think he was intrigued. I, I don't think so. That's so, not the word I would use for so, it. So uh, I, have a, I have a question for Juxta. Um, so, I mean, overall, do, do you like the execution of the Evilist Raiden story? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because going into it, you, you were yeah. kind of salty. Well, yeah, I was also on stream and I was trying to create a rise for everyone because oh, I'm an entertainer. Oh, you were doing I'm that on purpose. I'm an entertainer, Kahlo. Okay. Something you would never understand. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was doing it for the stream's benefit. Oh, of course You're welcome, was. stream. Was very upset because Ramza and Alma di- acted nothing like how they acted in the game. Their characters were so off. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why well, that is. Well, it's because they're just two different people. Oh, oh, the, really? Did they the, say that towards the end of the scenario? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. They're descendants from Aura uh, uh, and Duranai, and he's uh, the, the their father's a giant weeb who just names his kids after like historical li- figures, historical figures of yore. <laughs> I actually like that explanation more. Okay, uh, well then, could you explain why Bagamon is Bagamon? No, <laughs> is, is he is he named after the Bagamon of yore? No, because I think we murder him, right? I don't know. I mean, we murdered him in FF12, but now here he is back again. Is it his great, 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 great grandson? Oh, well, we didn't actually technically murder him in 12 because we're not sure what events actually happened in 12 in 14. In 14, 12. I think we are allowed to infer that what happened in 12 does happen in 14, 12. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on. Who's to say that's not just the John of the Bongo world? It's like, oh, here's Bagamon Smith, and here's Bagamon Johnson, <laughs> and Bagamon all up in your Bagamon mouth. I love that idea. I love that Bagamon okay. is, is the most common name that they have. Ba- Bagamon Doe. <laughs> Great. Bagamon Doe. All right. Sure. God damn Sure, it. let's go with that. Um, let's Bagamon go with that. <laughs> No. So, okay. All right. So it starts you off at Rabinaster, the destroyed remnants of Rabinaster, very close to what I remember from FF12. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the right. reason that Rabinaster, a.k.a. Damasca, is destroyed is because Garli, the, the, the Garlians invaded and took that shit over. That's right. We're like, wow, look at these fuckers. So, the yeah. judges won after a while, so, I guess. That's actually, I think, the, the, the coolest sort of bit that we get to infer, well, not even infer, it's straight they out. tell you. Know, said. But yeah, the fact that we're actually, we actually go into Garlian-controlled territory. And does that mean that the Marquis failed? <laughs> But this is something that the I, Marquis was a bad guy, so I don't think he failed. Oh, oh! Well, I guess so the Marquis succeeded then. No, wait. I don't remember anything about twelve I, except I for think the fact Garland that all took over both of them. Except for the fact that when they said Marquis, I wanted to fucking stab my eyes out. <laughs> Which didn't we find out? You apparently, still, certain parts of England or the UK do say it that way. You would have to stab out your your ears, not your eyes. I, it no, doesn't he wants to stab his eyes. Out. It he doesn't was matter. Yeah, that's it def- right. It defies all logic. That's right. But this is one of the things when we were talking before Stormblood had launched, and I said like one of my profound hopes for Stormblood is that we will at some point get to incur into Garlean territory. This wasn't what I had in mind, but no. it does meet one of my hopes. Yeah. It, oh, that is. I I do have to admit that that is uh, that is a, a pretty cool aspect. The fact that you know they say very plainly. That you are in Garlean territory. This is Garlemald occupied territory. Right. Yeah. And and that there is no space on the wider map that we can directly point to where this would be. Exactly. And, and this not is- to say that it's not there, though. You know, and I think that was our big concern was that it's not going to be there. I mean, they kind of said it was like a forgotten corner of Garlemald territory. Yeah. Well, and that's that's fine. Because my, my the point desert is, kind like- of washed over it and has kind of right. regrowed like. 
yeah. but unlike Doma, which was very much its own place that Garleans owned, right. they have owned this area for so long that this no one sees like, oh, that's you know Rabinaster, you know that that's that's Evilly's territory. Right. No, that's just Garlean Gar- territory. Yeah, that's Garlean territory. They've owned it yeah. that long. Yeah. I don't know. I think I I do think that that's pretty cool. Um, you know, we uh, we also get to see some bonga in there as well, and so that's also kind of interesting. Confirm that uh, Vera are in. Uh, yeah, so I've got to say, I, I feel like if the bonga are still around, the Vera and the should seek. still be around. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's entirely possible because wasn't weren't the Vera. The bunny ladies. Yeah, I know who they were, but I mean, yeah. like they were, they Sexy were, bunnies. they were. They're an, basically Makote with, but they were an ears. insular society that shunned outsiders, which means that they, they would have, they would have been, they would have been among the first on the Garlean chopping block. You know, like the Garleans would have either quickly subjugated them for a personal harem, or <laughs> they would have just nuked them off the planet. And I, or, well, so honestly, we get to free the I sex feel slaves. like it might have had the uh, the. The Ara in uh, reunion, the whole area as in step treatment, where they were kind of their own insular society. So Garlemald just kind of left them alone. But I feel like as time went on, and eventually, like the calamities happened at whatever point, and the desert started to grow, you know, like just kind of fall in over top. I feel like eventually they probably would have just they, well, but they well, were they were a shrinking society even in, in forest, twelve, yeah. yeah. yeah but, but also remember, like someone pointed out in the in the chat here that. Um, that Mughals, technically, you know, we thought were extinct, and we found a whole bunch of them, you know, up in the fucking churning mists or whatever. And uh, didn't the Viera have like magics that made it almost impossible to find the Viera cities? Yeah, the unless shrouded you, magic. Yeah, yeah, the shrouded magic. So you're right. I think that the Garleans, if they could, would definitely have wiped them off the face of the earth or subjugated them. But but our sex bunnies are safe. There could still be a pocket somewhere that we discover oh, later. I'll put a po- something in her pocket. Jesus. Um. Yeah. So I- you have been playing a cat boy now for years. And like, what? It's Bunny Girl that is gonna put you over the edge. Male Bunny Girl. Oh yeah. What happens if uh, the Bunny Girl gets the 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 Playboy outfit? What you, the, uh, the, the one that already has bunny ears. Yeah, does she get four ears she get now? Four ears. Well, yeah. Yes. So, uh, or are so- they like sleeves that go over her ears? <laughs> Actually, that would probably make a lot more sense. No, the her real Bunny Girl ears are really big. They wouldn't fit in the in the listen fake bunny ear. Listen. Oh. Um. So. I I I do think that this is um, you know that there are some very cool aspects here, uh, and and I I do think that eventually yeah we could see Viera we could see probably not characters that we know well from well, from but, twelve but, okay but that that's what I want to bring up here is that they did go so far as to have like the main guy you're trying to save is like a real big history buff and he knows the real history of Ramza and the War of the Lions and how the history has been faded from the books and he wants to keep history alive and he's such a big history geek that he named his kids Ramza and whatever the fuck the girl's name is Alma Alma and that they look exactly like the original characters because that's totally how DNA works right except the original characters didn't have noses well, when you get named something, you do start to look like it. <laughs> All right. Plus, even, there, even there is a certain... Even if they're descended, the chances of them looking exactly okay, they're, they're not like descended. those characters... 
Nika. They're, they're not. They're descended from a different bloodline. But there's like, still a certain suspension of disbelief that we have to agree to, being that this is a video game. <laughs> okay. Know. What I'd like to bring up is before you actually go to uh, uh, to to the raid when you're talking to people on the ship. Um, I, I think it's Sid or maybe it was Ramza mentions that because of the Doman Rebellion and because of the Alamegan uh, uh, Rebellion, that this has given other places chance to start to rise up. And they specifically mentioned the Dalmaskan Rebellion. So the Dalmaskans, yeah, so the Dalmaskans haven't just been like completely wiped off the map somewhere. So one of my big questions after this was, all right, you know, we, we saved the guy because Ramza Alman, the father, they're actually Garleans. Right. Yes, right? right. Yes. So, you know, like you said, they wanted to go to Ravenaster to uncover this truth or, you know, these other heroes through history and whatnot. And I was like, well, where the fuck are we supposed to be going after this? Like, like, like we rescued the dad. Now what? And if there's actually a Dalmaskan rebellion out there, that would be a way to now introduce possibly FF12 characters. Yeah, because they did. They did say. Yeah, it was Alphanod that said that, right? He said. Um, Alphanod. That. Or what? No, or was it Ramza? Ramza. Somebody. Ram- was it Ramza? Uh, uh, they said that after hearing about. I thought it was Alphanod. After hearing the about the rebellions of Doma and Omigo, yes. then now Dalmasca is rising up. Yep. Yeah, well, a lot of places are because uh, wasn't uh, Han, oh, Han, uh, Hien. Hien was like, you know, we need to go on the offensive. I'm sending, you know, ninjas to different parts of the world to start spurring more uprisings. Oh, yeah, he did mm-hmm. say that, didn't he? Yep. Which I think conceptually is really cool. Like, it's the first time that there has been, you know, a true threat to Garlean control. Like, they have owned so much of this continent for so long. You can say uh, you probably s- the world. You the say world. that the world. You say that now, but when we go into 5.0 with the uh, uh, tagline "Liberate Garlemald," and now we're just going to go through the whole liberation scenario again. I think you'll be saving a different tune. I don't know that I it, I look at it as us liberating anymore. Like we liberated Doma, absolutely. That's what Author was. Sure, but I think what we're gonna it's gonna be more of like a Invade. the war is on. We're invading Garlemald in 5.0. Oh, you guys. No, when so we when we go up against the big bad that we've been staring down for five expansions, that's when the bigger threat comes, and we have to team up with them it's to take Dragon it down. It's Dragon Ball Z syndrome. That's how it always works. The, like you, I mean, you if finally, it follows the big guy so rules. strong, you can't beat him. Then you get strong enough to beat him. Then a bigger guy comes along, and you can't beat him. Then you get strong enough. Then a bigger guy. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna get our burning legion in 5.0. Oh no! Why do you got to say things like that? Because it's probably <laughs> true. Guys, because right. I know it hurts you. Hashtag guys was right. Yep. All right. So uh, after we get about halfway through the raid, we drop down uh, and we go from a distinctly FF12 location to now a a, a tactics location. Well, and what's really, really uh, interesting about this. The waterways are the first level of FF12. Well, no. You need Ash. But when you get further down, you come to the city of Lazalia, right? Because Rabinaster is like the capital, I think, of Del Mosca. But Lazalia is the the capital of. The old capital, the ruined capital of evil of actual of actual evilies yeah which is you know underneath it so that was covered by the desert yeah that was really really cool can we also take just a moment to talk about how excited everyone got when you go down to the garam synth waterway and it like separates you into parties like oh we're, we're gonna do an atomos fight that's that it was really cool of you square enix to actually separate the parties so you ain't gotta count on someone to fuck it up good job and then all we did was flip some fucking switches. Yeah. Like we, honestly, our uh. entire stream was so exciting. Like, yeah, yeah, awesome. Then when we're all sitting around, like staring at each other, waiting for the last party to get to the switch. We're like, it's slowly like dawning on us. And we're like, this is all there is. This is fucking stupid. God damn it. Motherfuckers. God damn it. Oh. 
Listen, um, so I, I, I yeah, that was really, really a, a, a poor use of something like that. Um, you don't even have to, you don't, there's no trash. There's not even one trash pack to fight. Between that. Um, Auto-sorted yeah, for no fucking there, there's reason. Not. There's yeah. those little, the ones with the chocobos and the bongas is kind of trash. That one otherwise. was cool because the red chocobo used choco meteor. Right. And then flew off, you don't get to kill it. <laughs> But right. I feel like because of how difficult the mechanics are for pug groups, it, it feels like it because every wipe is practically the trash before you find the clear. Right, so Ryoka's pointing out in the chat, I was in Alliance A, I didn't know this. Alliance B has to swim to get to their switch, and that's why it takes so long. It, yeah, that, it doesn't do. matter how long it takes. It's just a fucking wasted opportunity. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. They they should have had trash packs or something. There. I think at least for that part, while you're split off, like while you're waiting for the other ones to get there, like you right. should be fighting trash, something. Yeah. Like a separate party yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why wouldn't they do that anyway? But some plants going but I will, like I know I still haven't played tactics, so some of it was lost on me, unfortunately. But I got really excited going down to the waterways. I was like waiting for Ash to show up. You know, I, and and that's I, where I you mean, meet I have Ash to, for the first time. I I, I have to it admit is. that yes, I don't get all of the tactics references because that game makes me want to put a fucking bullet in my brain, <laughs> but. I, you know, the, the, the FF12 references were nice. Um, the Evil East references, you know, like having, having kind of a direct one to one Dalmasca in FF14 was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, the, the consequent, like the, the, uh, way that, you know, like Evil East is now actually a place in, uh, Heidelin yeah. is, I think, um, probably th- its strongest aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that is the biggest asset that this raid brings to the table because it, it it brings with it a lot of possibilities. I think the thing that we had said was that, you know, we just don't want it to not like, exist. Like, yeah. It like, we don't want to go to a, a, a made up fucking place. Exactly. It, it adds to the world. You know, it adds to the lore. You know, when 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 we first started playing this game, it's just say Orzia. Like, your entire world basically just consists of these three nations, right? And then we get to add Ishgard into it. So it seems a little bit bigger. Now they've added a whole new continent where, like, Doma and, and Hingashe and stuff are. And now throwing Ivelisse into it and Garlemald. Like, this is actually starting to feel like a fully fleshed out world yes. and and it has the potential to introduce more politics like the fact that they actually reference that the Dolmoskin rebellion is rising up and that there are other rebellions around the world that that stuff is happening like, like this actually makes your game feel alive way more fucking alive than Lords of Verminion or Adventuring Squadrons well, and that's kind of thing is this area now fills in a portion of the map unlike what you know omega did where it's just like oh uh, yeah that little spot outside town uh, you get teleported into some into the ether effectively <sighs> yeah, right and you're in this virtual realm and it's like all right but that doesn't add anything to this world that this exists right this is a literal part of the map that we now have context for right and and, 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 and so much like uh, uh lore and speculation and his- stuff and history and attachment too right that the fact that there's history and attachment to um you know to these places that it's it, it feels more tangible than just a reference like mm-hmm. even the crystal tower we kind of knew like it's not the same crystal tower from three right like you mean four it's just have, heavily influenced it, it's three it, it, yeah that's from three it, he's doing it to piss off Juxa. <laughs> um but it's it, yeah like like we knew that it was a reference but not necessarily the actual literal cr- same crystal tower right and 
you know that may be that 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 same method of thinking may be applicable here mm-hmm. but the fact that it's a question right. is is i think the fun part like over the next three um you know three uh, installations uh, yeah or, or the next two that we get um, that's going to be a central theme that I think now everyone is going to be much more tuned into like where exactly are we you know um, I, I, I want to go back and and take a look more at like you know some of the the desert set pieces that you're start that you start out in because there was a lot of stuff outside of Del Mosca uh, from 12 that you know you would think that that may have some sort of place there like i i almost kind of want to go back to 12 and do a one-to-one comparison of of the two zones yeah that would actually be fun well you know this actually technically it's it's the raid that's added the most sort of like history and lore wise i mean obviously binding coil of bahamut affected the actual you know storyline and 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 chain of events you know most directly but uh, but but, uh, yeah no 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 you're right osma too yeah they were very clever look at all of alexander was all self-contained Omega so far and probably going forward is going to be very self-contained. Right. And Void Arc was on a ship and then yes, we got to see the ruins where uh where where Ozma was. That was a great one. That's still to date maybe one of my favorite uh, uh raids as far as like the actual design and stuff goes. And then we got, you know, the Lost City. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but and I mean, Hero points out, you know, Crystal Tower gave us so much Allegan background. It was it, did. it was very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was good. But those are always the best things that expand on the world that we already have. Yes, it's right. not like there there does come a time where your game gets to the point. It's like, all right, maybe we need some new zones or some new places to expand out. But Eorzea is not there. Eorzea has so much of that map still shrouded. So much of its history still shrouded. We need that explanation. We and, need that and, and then, and that I think has you know going into this was one of the big, um, you know, the the big points is that look, if we're just being shoved off into a place that doesn't exist, like there's so much more of this world. How are you? What are you going to cram that into the next seven zones that you put right. out with the yeah, next see, expansion? The, the reason that that this game, I think that we applaud this game for its story design and its narrative is again from from expansion to expansion, everything builds on it, right? So when we care about things. None of that goes to waste like our gear does when the next patch comes out. But when something comes out that we do it and then that's it, it's over with, it's done with, we're never looking back on it, a.k.a. Alexander, a.k.a. Omega, that right. doesn't have the same lasting impression. It's like watching a fucking TV show where they keep resetting the timeline every fucking season. Yeah, Square Enix did themselves, by the way, just so much like goodwill for me by not having like us meet Vaughn or Balthier or yes. any yeah. of them. Yet. Yet. I know yet. There's still, but, there's, but, yeah. But here's the point. They didn't yet. Yeah. And even if we are just kind of waiting on it, you know what? For right now, they did good. But keep in mind that even the Ramza and Elma we have are not the same Ramza and Elma, even though they look the same. So I feel like even if we had someone who was similar to Van and Belfry, they're not going to be... Well, and, same and if the story of FF12 holds true, it would actually make sense that some people would name their kids after that. They'd sure. be great heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That See, absolutely would fit. Oh, oh I just don't want those characters. One of the things that I really appreciated about them using Espers as the boss is that these bosses feel like they should have been there, right? Because the royal family would have had all the Aurasites or the, or the Nethysites that each of these espers were in. So if this place was destroyed and, and the Nethysite or Orosite or whatever it is that we're fucking using was there, that that's why they would inhabit this place now, right? I mean, they're not just o- some random ass fucking giant 
spider that happens to well, be there. And it also well, gives good context as to why maybe Garlemald decided to wipe them out or to at least, you know, subjugate them. Like, they hate primals. Yeah. 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 That is true. I mean, it seems like a pretty big oversight by the Garlean Empire to not, you know, secure the Orosite after taking them over, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't they might it? not have known much about what they maybe they there. don't possible. It's yeah. p- maybe they don't. But I mean, like, it does seem like wouldn't you want to lock that shit down pretty quickly? Well, and again, uh, you know, could it be that that, that that it was lost within the rubble somewhere? And I don't know. Yeah, how, I, mean, I don't know how I'm the sure they were hit by a calamity of some sort. And that's why the desert has kind of buried a lot of it. And then the bongo have kind of come in as just kind of like raiding and looting what's left. I mean, I guess maybe. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't exactly know how espers or, or the netocyte stuff works, but if they're spirit soul thing and sort of like come out whenever they want they might have just start haunting the ruins or whatever well we know that garleans have difficulty with anything that manipulates aether that is true so maybe yeah, they anything, can't handle anything, the nethocyte yeah anything magic related is yep. kind of beyond them they're pretty shitty with it so maybe they can't handle the nethocyte was there was there a specific uh like non-magic using like race or anything in ff12 because it's weird, like, now um, now it's sort of like, you want to go back and play, F- at least I do, I want to go back and play FF12 to I see mean, if there's anything that I can pick up on that I didn't. Out, so it's, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know. I, I've played a little bit into the game, and I don't really think that they touched on whether or not anything, uh, obviously Vieira are, like, super attuned to what what the Aether would be. Right. But I don't think that they ever, one way or another, say that any one particular race cannot use it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't mean, recall I mean, it. Like, Seek and Banga are pretty unremarkable. But I don't, I don't know if they just still, can't use it. They still can use magic, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what about the judges? I mean, the ju- can the judges use? Uh, it, dude, it's been that long. It's been that long since I played 12. I mean, I'm but pre- Bosch was, an ori- was originally a judge. That's true. Right? He could yeah. use magic. That's true. Yep. You're right. He was. Yeah, You're so. right. Um, anyway, uh, give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's go to our phone lines and talk to Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. What's, what's happening, Leroy? Every time. Hey, what's up, Lumenberg Radio? Thanks for having me. Thanks for calling in. Hey, look, the reason I called is because I really, I've been dying to get you guys' opinion on something. Um, I appreciate what you guys do for the player base, and I think that you guys have one of the most important uh, voices in the community, so I really want to get you guys' opinion on something. Thanks. Uh, what's okay. up? Yeah, go for it. So, so, so when it comes to the raid, right, I think that uh, the production quality and everything, um, the quality of the raid is, is really good. I mean, typically, I haven't really had any complaints about the raid, but I feel like they're missing, they're missing the mark on one key thing uh, when it comes to, to our, our 24-man raid. I, I want to know what you guys think, right? Okay. So, um, you know, like you guys, uh, I, I really want final fantasy to win really bad Mm -hmm. right like i'm 28 i just turned 28 this week so i grew up playing final fantasy it was like the first franchise that really captured me and so i've never wanted to give money to a company so bad um but there's one thing that they're missing the mark on and I can explain it with a really quick story, right? So uh, when I stopped playing uh, Final Fantasy XI when I was 18, uh, right before I went to college, right? Um, because I wanted to, you know, delve deep into um, to, to that world, right? And, and kind of just experience 
get the whole experience right okay and so when i went there I, you know i was always kind of like a like a like a little geek or whatever when i was growing up right and so um, my challenge what i wanted to do when i was in school was to like level up my my social status right i wanted to get better you know socially like be cool you know that was like my goal what i wanted to do you know what i mean you didn't and, say things um, like level you know, up my social was, status I, did you I, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I did. I had to stay true to myself. And so, you know, I I was kind of like a skinny kid. I'm five, eight. I'm not super tall. You know, Um, I I wouldn't say I'm like Beyonce in the looks or whatever. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll work out or whatever. I'll do all this. I'll do all all this good stuff. You know what I mean? Um, uh, But, you know, I'd never always kind of felt like like a like a nerd or whatever. And I never felt like the really cool guy. Right. And so that's what that was my that was my struggle. Right. Um, And then I was like, okay, cool. There's this opportunity where, um, you know, I wasn't like inclined with sports. Right. I wasn't like a football or basketball player. Right. So I couldn't be like a jock or an athlete. Right. But there were there were fraternities on our campus right and they were super cool they would get all the girls they have parties they look like you know it's looked like a really uh great thing to be a part of right okay i'll just join a fraternity exactly right so i'm like cool i'll just join a fraternity so i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna uh you know apply go through the process and uh, and in the end by being a part of this organization i'll be super cool like by uh by default right and so what ended up happening was you know even before i applied and everything they started hazing the shit out of us and i'm talking about like like super hazing us i mean shit that people could like die from and while i don't condone the tactics some of the tactics of of the hazing process i totally agree with um with why they do it and and this is why when you go through a really challenging experience with a group of people when you when you come through the end of that challenge and you make it through you forge a bond and a friendship that oftentimes will last a lifetime right right and so while i went into it just wanting to be cool right and increase my social status on campus what what i really ultimately got out um, of it right um, by the time it was over was a really really great close group of friends right and so i think that pretty much sums up the experience that we all had and why we're so fond of 11 that we're missing in 14. And that's two things, right? That is a super challenging, um, in game, right? That is for free companies or link shells, like a lot of people, right? Cause right now we're locked into our, our most challenging content is locked behind eight people. Right. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is, um, the second thing is, um, the experience of, of obtaining something that you know is going to last for a long time, right? And it's not mm-hmm. going to just go away really quick. So if you could choose, if you could change one of two things right now, what would you change? Would you A, um, would you change the 24 man, 24 man raid content to be um, the savage uh, difficulty level? Or would you B, um, and so you change it to be savage difficulty level and make it like, no, I think you you still be able to duty finder it, or would you be um, change the way they do the uh, vertical progression? They reset it, so instead of resetting the vertical progression every patch, they would reset it every expansion. Okay, all right, all right. Let me lots, lots to unpack yeah. here. Let Le- me answer your question, Leroy. Mar- Le- yeah, le- okay. We're we're let's 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 take this uh, bit <laughs> by bit, and yeah. and let's let's start with the comment about what Eleven did that FF14 doesn't do, which is putting us through common uh, you trials know, and tribulations. E- e- exactly, and and um. 
you know, I can't really speak to the to the hazing thing. I did not uh, do any kind of fraternity when I was I in college. To. You're just I honestly think you pay for friends, and I don't think that. But here's the thing, good. though, is that what what you're describing, though, what you're describing is actually very real. Mm-hmm. Because this is exactly what the military exploits when they train you. They put you through some of the most difficult positions with your squad mates. And guess what? What do you usually end up getting out of it? You usually end up developing a sense of uh, team synergy. And and you can, you, you know, like, you know, those guys better than any others. Uh, there's there's military training that borders on abuse. I we, mean, we did it to Juxa during the 11 days. <laughs> That is hazing. <laughs> Just to be clear. Except there was no one else, so he didn't get, like, strong, you know, friendship bonds from it. That's to be clear. But, but listen, my uh, my uh, brother-in-law is in Afghanistan right now. He just shipped out to Afghanistan a couple of weeks ago. He's telling me about some of the training that they've done. It's unbelievable what they put you through. Yeah, it's horrifying. Because you sign your entire life over to the military. Yep. Technically, he shouldn't have told me any of that. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, te- technically, just got him killed. technically, I'm not supposed to, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to repeat any of the specifics, but, so you know, you're going to say it over. The no, I'm not, I'm not going to. But the thing is, is that it, it does border on something like hazing. And the reason that that kind of tactic is used is because it works. It does. When you challenge a group of people, there's going to be something that happens. There's going to be people who, A, they drop off. Because they can't rise to meet the challenge, which means that the people are left will be way more equipped to be able to handle those challenges. Okay, so you know what? It's that tactic definitely works, especially when you talk about training people and especially when you talk about training an audience. The thing is, is I think what we've seen is Square Enix has said, well, maybe not so much. In the long term scheme of things, right? Like maybe it might be better to try to strike a balance between having a game that's so difficult it beats the shit out of our fan base and makes them coalesce together to be able to overcome challenges. And maybe we can try to strike a balance between something like that and, you know, uh, uh, something a little bit more consumable like WoW was. And and so, you know, I don't fault Square Enix for trying to find the balance. I think they've just done a miserable, uh, uninspired job of finding that balance. Okay, so that's the first thing to unpack. Second thing to unpack. Do we think that it would be better if Square Enix made things like the 24-man alliance raids harder or if they should adjust the loot distribution to go less vertical and more horizontal. Why not both? Da-da. Well, because it because that would take a fundamental shift in the game design and the philosophy under the game design. I we have brought forth more than a few ideas of ways to do that without changing the fundamental underpinnings of your game like moving from vertical to horizontal progression. That's a big shift. 
That's a massive shift. And one it's an that, entirely different game going forward. And one that I think Square Enix is wholly uninterested in making. Mm-hmm. Because as they've said, they they've first of all, they've made this game for three hundred thousand players concurrent concurrent subscriptions and that they are more comfortable with a subscriber churn than trying to make a game that's satisfying for long-term players that's a more difficult thing to do as opposed to making a game that will appeal to new players consistently for four or five years right right it's, it's easier as a development team to be able to set goals and to be able to know what, what works with an audience by finding a pattern and sticking to that pattern moving forward. Because if it worked for one set of people, it's going to move. It's going to work for another set of people if you're able to get them in the door. The question is, can you get them in the door? And I think, you know, we sat around bemoaning all of these marketing techniques. And I think that Square Enix knows that they have to go off the beaten path if they want to try to find new people to try to attract to this to this game the the thing is though is that i don't know where you go from mrs freshly's packaging <laughs> how right? do you get more off the path yeah you like, can only go up where like what are you gonna place ads at the beginning of porn videos no, like i don't know skywriting yeah like some skywriting are you gonna are you gonna do a direct mailer campaign like what you know what i mean like like where do where exactly condoms condoms condoms. yeah where exactly square enix has been fucking you now you can fuck someone else where the fuck do you go from there you know what i mean so if that's the tactics the uh, tactic that square enix wants to adapt i think that then we as as players and specifically long-term players have to get very comfortable with the idea that this game may not have much more than two or three years left in it yeah and here's the thing that really bothers me about that okay is that if you look at the last report square enix made to their investors it's this group of people it is the people who pl- who play games like brave exvius and uh record keeper and and all of the mobile shit and uh i think there was one more online service that they had mentioned that's floating 90 percent of their profit margin jesus that's, that's floating terrifying. the vast majority of their profit margin. So let me ask you a question. If the game is floating the other portions of your company, why are you not doubling down on trying to keep the people that you have there? If it's succeeding for you financially, why would you spit in the face of players who have invested in this game since 2010 and say, we don't need you anymore. Thanks for your money but fuck you the only answer that i have for that is because they know they're going to go free to play eventually and that all of those people are going to be out the door when that happens just in terms of in well, terms of sentiment if, if they're already out the door and they think you're going to come back for the patches anyway there's no reason not to churn no Ugh. reason there is that that's exactly it there's really not a compelling reason for square enix not to to try to always attract new players and to try to placate their veterans yeah, yeah. when, there, when, just, when there isn't a good reason when, enough. when all they want is new people to come in right because they know that even if you stop playing you'll come back at major patches right like in, in their head there's no downside to that so why not do it when their main goal 
is bring in new people. Especially now that they're just adding more and more patches with like big updates. Mm-hmm. Like Eureka push back. Uh fucking new PvP thing push back. What's that other thing we're ultimate gonna get? Shiragana, or U- ultimate Shiragana. Ultimate uh, Ultimate Bahamut fight. Yeah. Pushed back. And right. performance so now, mode. So now all these things just keep getting pushed back. So if you want to experience that new content, instead of having it be at the front of a major oh. patch, it's pushed back another oh, month. No, I see what he's saying. Yeah, you drop yeah. everything at patch day. Yeah, some people come back, they stay for that patch, they leave. But if you, quote unquote, push stuff back you stagger it and make it incremental yep. you stretch out your patch content over the course of a couple months now you have to stay sub for a couple months and not just get your one day of fix and then leave <sighs> oh, oh, oh. that's so manipulative oh. that's so manipulative and yet and yet again again despite the fact that FF14 is carrying the bulk of the company, far more of the company than we reasonably should, because FF14 is doing well and supposedly was given a higher budget. We're supposed to sit here and not ask questions about why we only got one dungeon, why we, you know, the Alliance raid was good, but it's not $12.99 a month good. It's twelve ninety nine for a month, good. Right, like after after running it for three or four weeks, everyone's going to know it, and it's going to be boring again. So, what's the difference between that and Crystal Tower? Oh, just mobs. Mobs are different. The mechanics that you're doing are slightly different. Loot's different. Yeah. Is the glamour even good? I I can't no. find not it what anyway. we've seen. No, not the tank stuff. Not the it's fucking stuff. awful. What about the? Oh, the caster gear. No, All in, of it in, is bad. In fact, uh, I saw the samurai one last night. Even by weeb standards, terrible. Super hobo. I don't know why they wouldn't just take tactics characters and even FF12 characters and just base yeah, the I was like, glamour kinda. on their outfits and change it up a little that bit. Was, I was shocked we didn't get tactics I, yes, gear. Yes, I was, I was really surprised it's at the same thing. Especially because we had that like tactics ogre gear. Why can't we have actual FF tactics gear? See, I think, I think the next leg will have tactics and the last leg will have FF12. So uh, just circle back a little bit. Leroy, I, I did want to uh, answer your question because you brought up something that I thought was interesting. Uh, but to answer your question, I'm going to tell br- you. Uh, to be fair, he brought up like 12 things. He did. And okay. I, to answer his question, I actually need to tell a story about uh, Final Fantasy XI. Uh, so there was a time when I was uh, leading See in FF11. But to tell that story, I have to tell you another story about 11. <laughs> so I started <laughs> off like, as a Mithra in Sandoria. And as a Mithra in Sandoria, let me tell you something. I was not very popular. Those Elvon, they do not like Mithras. So I had to level up my social status a little bit to be able to to be able to get around there. And the only way we could do that was through a quest called Eco Warrior. Now Eco Warrior was oh, super interesting I, because I, I get your reference. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That you quest. can stop the. Reference. Can I stop now? Okay, yes. great. Thank okay. you. All right. I, I wasn't sure how far you could go, so I just gotta stop you now before oh, you make a fool of yourself. I had like five more minutes ready. No, don't don't let don't no, let me stop. Fine. Don't let me stop no, you. Fine. Anyway. You, can, you can finish. No, there's no end to that story. All right, cool. All right. I mean, I've got uh, that uh, Eco Warriors. What level sixteen? I got like eighty more levels to go. I got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, Death Cloud says you have to make a one dollar donation first. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna put a dollar in the swear jar. Sorry. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I think that I think that covered most everything from uh, from uh, Leroy's point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been saying since I think 2.0 launched that we needed hard progressive content for more than eight people. Okay, like, but also but, we four man, eight man, and twenty four like twenty four man, and I feel like that is what I initially thought was lacking from this game because 
I will say there are friends I made in 11 that are still lifelong friends. There mm-hmm. are friends. I mean, my husband, I met in 11 and it was because we logged on every single day for like 64 man dynamics. And we were in the same guild and we logged on to voice chat servers every single day until we got to know each other. But, right. And that's where the connections built. And I do feel that intrinsically 14 is lacking a social connection. Now I have made friends on 14, but it is very, very slim in comparison to how many friends I made. on. But well, none of that you is having going to matter without a reward structure. Like, 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 Leroy, yeah. why I said Leroy's, why not both? Yes, Leroy's question was hard content or compelling rewards, right? They've already tried the hard content. Nobody does it. And when you're going in the complete opposite direction, that's not going to fly. Even if they decided, yeah, hard content, nobody would do it. So the only correct choice is compelling see, reward see, structure. No, uh, we talked about this last time, though. I don't think hard content would mean no one would do it. I think as long as the hard content is varied up from the other hard content, <sighs> no one's, no one's going to do content just like for the sake of doing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. It no, doesn't I, matter. No, I agree. No one I agree. Is. But like, I also don't think that the that Square Enix can just say, oh, it's hard content and this ge- people in this game don't like hard content. Well, but the That's thing is, the I mean, uh, look, I, I don't know that I would necessarily call uh, Rabinasty a, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Rabinasty. Yeah. I would not, yeah. I would not, I would not call mm. Rabinasty uh, hard content at all. No, no, no. It's not. It's no, not no, hard. No, no. It's. Cha- I mean, it, it is challenging it's, groups it's because difficult. it's new, because it's newer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and it struck that good balance. Like it, it, it was right about where Ozma was when it yes. was, when it first came out. But and every all of us like that. And, and all of us agreed that that was like pretty much the right. That's right. Where, that's a sweet spot. Exactly. So I don't think that it's the fight tuning that is the problem. Mm-mm. The fight tuning is not the problem. The problem has been and always has been the reward structure. And and uh, again, when you when you outmod gear so quickly that, you know, people question doing it in the first place, that doesn't really lead to a very conducive online environment or a, a, a very uh, positive online community. Because, again, once you get all your shit, you're done. You have no reason to log on to the yep. game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Juxta just got to click through all of the uh, the evil Elysian gear. Jesus, oh, holy shit! It's ugly. It's so the bad. only one it's I love is the Brigandine, awful. and it's I awful. only love it because I played eleven. Because yeah, because it's, it's the Brigandine. Yeah, because the Brigandine hilariously awful. This is leveling gear. Yeah, uh, it looks like leveling gear. It it's looks like eleven gear. Level, leveling gear. I wouldn't wear this. No, no one would wear it. I don't think. Oh, like, it's hideous. Okay, like Jesus, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I can at least understand the appeal behind the uh the omega gear like it looks like shit don't get me wrong but i can understand like someone wanting to wear that because they're an awful person <laughs> i don't see anybody wearing this shit no and that like nobody would wear this when void arcs gear came out we're like oh god more of this grim dark like people, what does an but, eighth but grader you know think what's cool gear but, but you, you know, know what? what people were able to make it work yes. inside of uh inside of glamours i don't know how you glamour any of this that, shit no it's, that's unusable <sighs> you, the only use is the brigandine if you want to cosplay as a table <laughs> That's it. Uh, the fucking samurai is just the recolored version yeah, of the ninja one. That's it. I'm not going back but into Evilies now. What the fuck yeah. is that? It's horrible. It's awful. Why? It's all patently it's like bad. A tent. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh my crap. god. Yeah. They're all. I'm bad. done. I'm, Ever- not, I'm, I'm not coming back to Evilies. I'm just not going to. Really? Why would I? Oh, to, to get upgrade the your tone gear, coins. That's why. Yeah. For what's the upgrade to the upgrade, upgrade coins. Gear. Yeah. Tone yeah. Upgrades. yeah. You'll do it for you won't I mean I mean you'll do that, it you'll do it once a week. In that I way guess, it's like your maybe. usual 
24 man raid you do it you're, you're do it as your weekly yeah. like that gear never is v- I've good never, for very long I, that's the thing I've never liked the alliance raid gear I've never had one set where I was like I even want one piece of that okay but like to be fair like even like uh, like circus tower like that gear was ugly but like it was different like you could appreciate it for like it being something unique like that just looks like gear that we already have in the game leveling gear yeah. it looks like leveling gear that i had at I level agree. 30 i agree and not the good stuff at at um brave Locks, like the shit you have to craft right anyway uh thanks for the call uh leroy we appreciate hearing from you limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord we'd love to hear from you we want to hear whether or not you've been enjoying patch 4.1 what you've been enjoying what you haven't uh obviously all of us evilly scoring high marks for all of us but again all of us know right now as we sit here and talk about it that in three weeks it's going to be old hat that's the problem. That's really at the core of of all of the, the patch 4.1 discussion is that in three or four weeks, it becomes old hat. Player populations start dipping. You start seeing less and less of your friends. And I think that that is the thing that kills MMOs far quicker than anything else. Then anything else is that sentiment, whether or not your friends are logging in, whether or not there's still a community when you log in. You want to know what really surprised me? Um, so all right, prior to this patch, obviously, if someone left the server, they just came up as deleted on your friends list. Right. Yep, right. OK, now that they're on another server, there's a little like sort of update button that you can click next to unable to retrieve. And it adds them to your friends list now. Right. Sure. Neat. I had like 30 of them. That I did last night, like, 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 uh, uh, or the other night as we were streaming. So, like, somewhere around like 30 or 40 people that used to be on Sargitanus hopped servers somewhere else, probably, you know, looking for better, Pe- bigger, or, or, or better communities. Yeah. Better, better playing. Yeah. And Sargitanus was one of the more popular legacy servers at one point. No, Sargitanus has become a ghost town. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. it is, like, if, if it was at one time one of the largest servers, it's no more than a mid population server oh, anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've even heard people from Balmung say that it's a ghost town compared to what it was. I don't Balmung? know if that's still true or not. Um, I mean,. Within with inside of a week or two of a patch, probably not. Yeah, it's definitely smaller than it used to be. But Absolutely. again, but again, it, you know, in in four or five weeks, like when when we're all like, oh, well, what are we going to talk about for Limit Break Radio? You know, we're not going to be able to go back and talk about the Evilise raid raid because no. what what the fuck do you talk about? You know, like it, it's done. This is your discussion. Yep, this is it. Maybe we can have official person Ethis Asher talk us about the lore. About lore implications? Square yeah. Enix yeah, employee big, Ethis uh, Asher. We never really did have a big lore book show. We could combine that with the new lore Because there's and, way uh, too much lore in the lore book to have a single show. <laughs> oh, I know. But no, Ethis we, is on we, board I, for it whenever we want to get around to that. Yeah, Ethis is always kind of just like, yeah, I'll do the show. Great. So maybe we should get him on for something. Maybe. Have him carry, have, have him carry at least one weekend. Well, Ethis' accent is just so delightful. That's why that's why Square Enix wants to work with him and not us. Control your boner. There's that's a their, lot of reasons accent. why it's needed they don't want to work with us. Well, I'm just like, why don't they ever promote any of our events or appearances, you know? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine why. The one time they were going to have us appear, they canceled it because they ran over. <laughs> they, ran, they ran out of time and had to snub us. Yeah. No, we snubbed them, no, remember? We, oh, yeah. right. we had our Susan Calloway. That's right. Very busy. That's right. Who, we by the way, busy. tweeted out to us about the uh, FanFest uh, anniversary before we tweeted anything about it. And we they did invite us out to the Stormblood preview out in, like, California or something, and we turned them down. 
Because we didn't have time. We had to go. Wasn't that, weren't we going to E3? E3? We yeah. were going to E3. Sorry, Square. Oh, that's what it was. They didn't want us at E3. Well, guess what? We'll we invite them there. to this event, and they won't <laughs> you go know, to E3. You know why? They wanted to ensure that none of us got shirts. And they wanted as far away from Yoshi as possible. Oh, that too. Mm. Mm. You and Cookie mm. found him anyway. We did. I'm just saying, that. how long have we been promoting their products? For 10 years? Yeah. 10 years? Yeah. 10 years? About 10 years. Going on 11, Going actually. on 11. 11 almost 11. 11 November. Almost 11? Yeah. Wait, mm. no. Longer than Yeah, that. last year was the 10 year. Last year? No, yeah. two years ago was 10 years, wasn't it? No. Last, didn't, we do the, no. didn't we do the roast for 10 years or we do it for nine? No, we losers. must did it for did, nine. Yeah. yeah, we did the 10, ten year 10 years on Vegas. Vegas. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we're 11 years now. Huh. We're almost a teenager. Two more years. That explains why this show is so angsty now. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the preteen days. That's right. Great. That's right. We're we're just we're gonna do uh, some slam poetry next. We're show. sixth graders now. We're this queens. this whole this whole <laughs> show is fuck you, Square Enix mom and dad. Can you take us to the mall now? Hey asshole, you guys suck. It's not a phase, Enix. <laughs> we're tweens. Great. Here to keep the power on. Thanks. D. That that D. that one dollar goes a long way. Thank you so much. Um, gets you a wink. I just want to be able to wear my eyeliner, mom. Ugh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway um so yeah i just i don't know man like i i wish that the content that we were getting had more legs on it that i could see uh, you know i could see its appeal six seven weeks out from it being introduced yeah but, you yeah. know i as yeah. soon as as soon as everyone gets used to running this it's just going to be you know a snooze fest like yeah, everything and, else. And, and anyone and again this, this is actually kind of sort of serves as a catch-up patch like, like when they talk about people being able to come back and get caught up real easy with the inclusion of the alliance roulette which gets you 50 tomes you can cap your tomes in three days of roulettes. And this kind of actually brings us back to the point we made at the very beginning of the show today where we're not flip-flopping on what we said last week. No. It all still stands. We're just judging the content based on what it is. The content is there, and it's decent. And it's fine, but it's going I mean, but it's going to remain fine in three weeks, and then in six weeks, it's going to be old. It's yeah. going to be fucking mm-hmm. boring. It's the same problem that everything else SE puts out has. It gets old old so fast absolutely all right let's go back to our phone lines and talk to gigapantsu of excalibur what's up gigapantsu hey what's up guys how's it going thanks for calling in hey uh so i had a thought you know playing legion and all and uh, playing f14 okay <laughs> yeah uh one thing that even if the you know, content good is, you know, being good is you know irrelevant, if it's not front-loaded at the start of an expansion, uh, something Legion did very well was giving you a sense of being overwhelmed at the beginning. Like, you always had something to do. Sure. And that's kind of dragged on through the whole expansion because they just pile on to what they did at the start. Whereas 14 seems to bring you a bare bones kit at the start and then add things over time which leads to you know content droughts and feeling bored within the first couple weeks right right and so i mean playing both of those which do you see having a more drastic effect on the uh on the player population oh definitely 14 as far in the negative sense because uh you know everyone comes in and, and the it's packed with people leveling and then you just go into the same 
uh, grind that you did every single time without with the promise of new content being in the later patches, but we have to wait so long to get it where Legion, everyone was hearing about uh, all these different systems coming in right off the bat. You got the raids right off the bat. Uh, their artifact system right off the bat and it leads to a lot of things i think you should feel overwhelmed yeah at the start of an expansion well, I and, did, I and, did. and that's the sentiment that nika talked about with ff11 you know i think every mmo yeah the first thing you do is level to max level and right. that's when it should feel like the game starts 11 had god with every expansion more and more and more stuff to do right tons of stuff to do in legion and then with ff14 it's like all right now grind out your tome gear and then level another yeah job. level another job if, right? and if you want like proof positive of how fast people are getting through this and losing interest I logged in to start doing this content on uh, Thursday. And mm-hmm. on Thursday, queue times were already starting to get ridiculous and people weren't doing it. Yeah. Be- and and like, and by they, the way, they cranked by it the, on Tuesday. By the way, when queue times are at their worst, it's because the matchmaking system can't find players to put into your group, not because the system is flooded. I've heard that oh, sh- I've, I've heard I've heard that marched out more than a few times. <laughs> it takes me how how is it that no one's playing this game in Euro if it takes me 50 minutes to match a party? Because there's no fucking tanks to queue in, you idiot. There you go. Thank you. Nailed it. Thank you. If there's no one. Who the fuck said that? That's so backwards. If there's no one to put in my party, how does that mean no one's playing? What? Yeah. You just said it. There's no one in your party. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, uh. Thanks, Trump. Like I'll turn to facts, okay? Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is the fucking like this is the same bullshit that kind of drove me out of the game in the fucking first place. Like that made me go, "This is stupid." Oh, dude, yeah, I I still play DPS and it's awful. But the fact that people keep throwing these kinds of arguments at you when you're like uh, when you try to tell them like what is 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 disappointing to you about an update or a patch or the game in general they just flail their arms like a fucking puppet and go oh but you haven't done blah, 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 blah. here no here's what's disappointing is, try, is like like who is this dickhole in the chat that's going like oh Nero hasn't cleared Ravana EX oh yeah I stopped doing EXs around Ravana because I realized there wasn't a point because I realized the gear that I was trying to get out of it was fucking worthless and if it was wasn't worthless yet it was going to be very very quickly oh, and God. guess what if you actually wanted the weapon for glamour purposes they're gonna add a crafted version later on so you can just buy the cool who one cares yes exactly so who fucking cares it, there is no fucking purpose to doing ex fights at all they i mean the the last one that i i tried to clear when it was uh when it was new was fucking uh shiva yeah, that's it. A bit. I tried Bismarck at the start, but I'm I like, did I, do Bismarck. I, yeah, I hate my life, so I'm just going to not do this. Yeah, like that's the thing. As soon as we got into Heaven's Word, it was plainly obvious that none of that shit mattered. Yeah, you I know? did. I did two of the three icons, but only because I liked those fights. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually really entertained. Like Sophia is still one of my favorite fights, and that's fine, man. If you want to be entertained by those fights, you can be. Right. I'm not. I'm exactly. not. I haven't been for a long fucking time, and so I do the bare minimum. I I log in, I do my fucking dailies or weeklies, and and barely even that at this point. 
And then I fuck off and I go do other things. I work for you guys by making fucking podcasts or editing shit or working on a fucking pre-show for sh- for something. Or, or I play a game I enjoy. Or I'm 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 working at my fucking day job that you know is is f- might as well be full time but doesn't pay me full time. Uh, it doesn't give me any fucking benefits. I know that. So you know what? You could go fuck yourself if you want to sit here and say, oh well, and you're you haven't done this, so you can't say anything. You know what? I'm pretty sure. I spent 10 years uh, making a show that people listen to and uh, you sitting there saying, well, you don't have a right to say that doesn't make people stop listening. You dumb piece of shit. 11 years. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Point still stands. Stands harder. <laughs> Great. Like I think my, we, like I, year we, I, you know what? I, I think we missed the point of that call. Uh, we've we've gotten uh, very much off of uh, off the subject of that call. I don't even remember what the question Which was. Which call was this? This was Gigapantsu. He was still on the line, I guess. What's <laughs> hi? Yeah, it was regarding front loading. Uh, the oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, the point I was trying to make about uh, the queue time is you want something that's disheartening. Log in, start doing the MSQ, get four cutscenes in, and then have a thirty-minute wait dropped on you to do nothing. Really? Because I got mine. I got in mine like five minutes because they add priority queues if you're in the MSQ for that dungeon. Did you really wait thirty minutes for that? Yeah. Uh, it started off saying like, "Oh, your queue time is estimated at seven minutes." Yeah. Thirty-one minutes later, queue pop. Jesus. Yeah. What time were you doing it? Thursday evening, so well, six or seven. Well, obviously there was wow. just so many people. There was a lot of congestion. Yeah, there must have been Jesus. too many people. That was yeah. the problem. Clearly, yeah, everybody wanted to do it. I mean, I did it on Red Mage, and I got in like seven, ten minutes. But the problem is, like, even Why on you guys, not just make parties out of the link shell. Yeah, or like on I Discord. Don't, I don't want to talk to people. Like, here's the thing: all you have to do in, in, into Discord and then link shell and free company. These fuckers are so willing to throw themselves at you. People will log on. Like when we did the raid on Tuesday, all of those people are like, "This, this I, I logged on for this." Like, like that's it. I wouldn't have logged on otherwise. Right, pretty much. The amount of casual players who defend this game is the reason the end gamers barely have any content. I literally log in once a week to raid. The new twenty-four man is already obsolete for me. Yeah, Brenta, thank you very much for that uh, donation. And but you I, seem to have uh, missed like the last uh, thirty dollars of that uh, <laughs> dollar per word donation. <laughs> but uh, also, I heard an echo. I was I. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know. What's 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 with that? Um, listen, that was the highest I've ever heard Jux's voice. Oh, honey, you weren't there when I kicked him in the balls. <laughs> but I mean, I mean look look and and I think that that look that's a remarkably good point there is that this game is just not built for players who want to invest themselves in it. No. And the, and the, and that's really I think you know the point that I've been that I've been kind of driving at you know? is that you know even if I wanted look even if I wanted to to log in every day even if I wanted to do all the content even if I wanted to do every EX fight even if I wanted to do every fucking raid that at the end of the day, this is still a goddamn theme park. Yeah, hold and on. it's still and it's still only a meant to it meant to have attractions there to keep you entertained for a short period of time, not for a long period of time. This is not where you're supposed to live, right? You're just it's supposed to be fucking. This is candy. This is empty fucking. You know, like this is empty fucking calories that you can shove in your face that that doesn't doesn't mean anything. This is just su- supposed to keep the shit going until. 
until we get to 4.2. Hold on. I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> You're always hungry. I love the word you just used there. Invest. Right? This game is essentially... Imagine if I came to you and I'm like, mm-hmm. I got this startup. I want you to invest in my company. Right? Five months down the line when the product comes out, I'm going to let people invest then as well. And they will get the exact same payout as you do. Who invested earlier? That's what this game is. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Would you stand for that? No, I just wait You're until... Like, no, I, I believed in you before your product came out. Why would so you would think same? you would get yeah. more out of it. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because Destiny's going through this, this growing pain right now where they're trying to figure out how do we balance between hardcore and casual players? I feel like I see that every single day on Kotaku, a different story talking about it. Final Fantasy doesn't give a fuck. No. And that's, and that's been my point, though. And the thing that people get most incensed about when I say it is that Square Enix just doesn't give a shit about its long-term veteran players. It doesn't. It, the, you, you have the exact same value that a new player does. In fact, a new player has $2 more of a value than you do. So, you know, <laughs> we, 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 had, we had a caller that brought that point up last week. That, you know, Square Enix may actively not like the legacy subscribers because they pay less money per month. Okay, but, but at, don't, at this point, don't, even, even people who started in 2.0, like me, I'm, I'm looking for the same thing. People in three from, from 3.0 who are starting to see that the bullshit's all the same, like, they're going to eventually be on the same train. I, and, I, and I get that, though. I get that, but there is, I think that there's a much more fundamental portion uh, of this argument that, that you're overlooking, and I Maybe it's because I'm a 1.0 player, but, you know, the when they had said, listen, 1.0 is a failure and we're going to do everything that we can to get you guys to the other side of this. We're going to try to make a great game. We all kind of believed in that. And we all said, you know, when when it came time to purchase the game again, when it came time to reactivate our subs- our subscriptions, we came back in most of the people who played 1.0 came back and gave gave Square Enix a shot afterwards. And it was really because those people gave it a shot and because those people said, hey, hey, wait a minute. No, that's not. The, this is this is a realm reborn. This is not the game that you were making fun of a year and a half ago. Stop it. Stop that. We all had that fucking conversation with someone, you know, at yeah. some point. And you know what? I, I, I get fucking pissed that Square Enix doesn't seem to find any fucking value in that. We sang the praises of this game. We told people to hang on. We put we put our fucking reputations as gamers on the line to go and say, listen, I know you think you know what a bad game is. I know what a bad game is, too. But guess what? They made it better. They saved it to the tune of guess what? You were able to continue on for two more fucking expansions and spit in our faces for both of those fucking expansions. And in a lot of cases, we're still fucking here. We're still fucking here playing this fucking game. The fact that you guys had to buy another box copy after buying Final Fantasy fourteen? No, they didn't. No, you didn't. No, absolutely no, you didn't. not. You didn't. Oh, yeah, they, okay. they, they gave you the client. That's the only free. reason I, I came say, back and played it was because it was free. I was gonna say that's fucked up. You, did you have to pay for your first month though to no. try it? They had a you had a free month and the and the copy and the client for free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but you still had to say, "Hey, please come back and play oh, yeah. again." You, Absolutely. What if you wanted the new ask. collector's edition? Should I think you still have to do the upgrade? They, the they did upgrade. have an upgrade that you could like do the new collector's edition if you wanted the to do upgrade, that. Yeah. Mika did it. 
Yeah. But, I but, did it. but how is that not incredibly insulting to your fan base that that saw you through one of the most difficult periods, not of just this game, but your entire fucking company? How do you fucking hock a big old loogie in their face? Because you'll be back. No, I'm sorry. But at this point, not anymore, man. Not anymore. If they lose me, they, uh, Square Enix has lost me for good. I agree. Because uh, there, there has never been an MMO that when I quit it the first time, I really came back. Even WoW, which I love the shit they're doing, still haven't you, been back. You, you, you kind of half-heartedly go back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, people, I think I did it twice for FF11, and it was no more than a couple weeks. Uh, for WoW, I've done it quite a few times, usually at the expansion launch for maybe a month or two. You go back long enough for to be reminded why you left. Pretty much. But I mean, like, I just, you know what? I, I don't, I feel like that same appeal does not exist with 14. No. Where once people are gone, they generally don't come back. No. In fact, the only reason I would come back, I, I, I've said in the past, oh, I'll come back like for patches and get the story. You know what? No. Because if they're going to keep doing this, and I, I unsub like, 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 like as a protest, right? Like, that's it. I'm not consuming this. I'm not giving you my money anymore. Guess what? I'll watch the cutscenes on YouTube. Yeah, if, yeah, if you really I, care about the story that at, much, you can no, do it. No, at that point, I don't... I, I, my, my ability to give a shit has shrank so much that I just... I don't think I would even care. I wouldn't even care about the story. Yeah, well... Actually, yeah, because considering the story we've gotten so far, well, it's not even FF quality. I mean, since Stormblood, you know, we had the, the run right after Stormblood launched where we were playing a good bit and getting through most of the content. Right. And then after I dropped out of raiding, I didn't play. I didn't. There wasn't anything to like that I cared about to go and do. And when I finally got on this week after the patch dropped, and I'm like, all right, back in the game. First of all, I said, how do I play Dragoon again? I, I had to like spend some time with the mannequin remembering how, <laughs> remembering how to do my moves. Why? But then I sat there like, I didn't fucking miss this. I didn't miss this at all. Well, There's we miss, to miss you. Just saying. And well, don't speak for all of us, Nika. I'm not okay. talking about you guys. Talking I'm talking about, about our link shell and our raid group. Yeah, don't 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 speak for everyone, Nika. No, but that <laughs> is, but like no, she's not wrong. But like that's all I would miss would be some of the people. Yeah, okay, I don't miss but the guess game. what? Guess fucking what? You can have those same fucking friends in a different game that you enjoy playing. Yeah, bam. Yeah. I mean, we, how, could play, we could be playing card games at right now, in, you know? In fact, when I went to WoW, at least three people from LBR followed us when, at the start of Legion. When you guys yeah. play PUBG, who do you play with? You LBR, play with LBR, LBR listeners. Friends. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I love it. I, by the way, Friday's mornings doing PUBG is one of my favorite things. But I, I just... Oh, yeah, I, you should probably stream it then. I know. I didn't this morning, this week. I was like, busy. I, I just, I, I, <laughs> just I, I, how how are we the fucking bad guy by pointing all of this shit out though? People who that's, tell the truth frequently that, are. That's true. That's true. And and you know, it's just it it blows my mind how many apologists will will come out of the woodwork and say, well, no, it's it's you you guys aren't doing enough. You guys are actually the problem. Yeah, we're the problem. Limit Break Radio is the problem in this. Because, yeah, we create the content and we put it out there for you guys. Like, we we have we have such a, 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 a tight relationship with Square Enix, right? Like, we have so yeah. much ability to affect what happens in this game. That's just why everything that we've ever, you know, thrown out there as a suggestion has never even been considered. <sighs> we have a ton of pull. Tons of pull. The one thing we have... Where do people make this shit up from? We have said a whole lot of shit on this show, 
But the one thing we have never, ever said was Square Enix, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Amen to that. Like, we've been doing I, this a long time. Here, could, here, here, it let's, have, let's do the sum total of interactions we've had with Square Enix employees because we can count them <laughs> on. I can count them one hand. Uh, I can think of Aya and Ockmorn. I uh, played beer pong with the head GM. There we go. Is that the extent of our our connections with yeah, SC? I, I may have. I mean, talked I got to some one. pictures with Sokin at FanFest. So I mean, I'm I'm pretty. Yeah, he he punched <laughs> your fat cat. So basically, I'm pr- I'm pretty. I'm, <laughs> that sounds like I'm, it I'm really pretty sure. Sound bad, but yes, I'm pretty sure that flush. Matt Hilton wants to punch me in the face. Well, many really? people do. That's yeah. Not, Is that because yeah. Matt Hilton? You know, or because would, many people do. No, would I you, just think because of the shit that I say on the show. Would you let him punch you in the face? No, but you know what I would do? I would do. I would totally do like a celebrity celebrity boxing tournament or like it's a celebrity boxing thing at the next fan fest where like i get to like fucking box square enix employees that i would do that i would do that'd that. be awesome that would be great they're not or, gonna go or, for that but that'd you know be awesome. it doesn't even need to it doesn't even need to be physical right can we just set up a ring and then i yell at them for like a half an hour i was gonna say they're they're japanese so they probably know karate that's true yeah that's right i might get my larynx wow, ripped way out to stereotype <laughs> Um, I actually I'm wish sorry, they I'm would... sorry. Maybe karate was wrong. Jiu-jitsu? It's pronounced karate. Oh, karate. 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 Oh, my God. Nika, Nika you don't help. Away. Don't help. Bart, get the fuck out of here. Go! <laughs> actually, no, I really wish they would do another, like, community podcast tour. Like, that was a cool thing that they They're never going to come back to this show, Nika. You know that. I don't that. know. Do, if do they did a podcast re- tour and didn't include us, I think there would be outrage. Uh, Nika. Oh, I <laughs> hope there would be outrage. No way. There would be. There, there would be. There would be outrage among five individuals on the entire planet, and no. that's it. One, no. two, and that's three, us. four, no, don't, five. Don't Bingo. include me. I would not be outraged. Look, even when we used to suck Square Enix's dick, and they sent Matt to us, even then they had a list of shit we're not allowed to talk about. That yeah. is very I'm sure true. That was for all of them, though. It wasn't yeah. just for. Us. I'm like, sure it was, but it doesn't change the point that like. That's not how we function. Yes. Never no, going to happen. Fact, we would not be included on that and if, with if, good if reason. Hang on, a hang podcast on. tour and we weren't on there, I'd have been like, that was probably a good idea on their part. If you recall, if you recall, that list had a very prominent FF4, or FF11 community. Oh, uh, you shouldn't have said it. Oh, but, were you oh, going to make them guess? It, no, oh. I wasn't going to make them guess. I couldn't even hear it. What was it? I didn't hear it. It was, it was Elmer's. It was, there was a site that we couldn't name on there. Because technically, we shouldn't be talking about it. I mean... Really? Why not? Well, because I don't... Because technically, that was an NDA. We're breaking an NDA. We are? Yeah. Congratulations. You just broke a contract. With Square Enix? That's right. Did we sign anything? I... I, we might have. I don't I remember. Don't this was a anything. long time no. ago. But, okay, we, but well, we, the, mm. we definitely agreed to not to not put the list of shit out there. Hmm. So You're right. We did agree to that. Did we? You weren't yeah. even on the staff. Well, but you, I, that you couldn't sure. tell people what hmm. you couldn't talk about? That's interesting. I wasn't on the staff then. Hmm. That's the first episode I sat in on, wasn't it? Yeah. Before I even joined. Was sure it was. Yeah, that's the episode I came really? to the dorm and I sat in. Huh. Yep. Interesting. The first episode that Nika joins in is the one that we get a Square Enix representative. <laughs> huh. Seems like you've been writing our coattails uh, the Nate whole time, Nika. They invited me, so I don't know what to tell you. 
So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I know you can't get rid of me after that. Now, now that that Kahlo is uh, blowing the whistle we've on it, we've broken it before because we've talked about no, how we couldn't talk about in very vague terms. Oh, you dick. No. Yes. We've been like they didn't let no. us talk about absolute virtue. Boom. Broke it again. What? Yeah, because that was one of the things. Av was one of the things on there as well. Yeah, but you could broad stroke that, uh, knowing that it was Elmer the Pointy's fucking website. Nobody knew that. Nah, I don't know. I no one, no, no one, one, dude, no <laughs> one except who saw that piece of paper or who saw that email knew that. Yeah, I still don't think I even know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah, I have I no clue that. what you guys are talking about. When Square Enix did the podcast tour uh, for Eleven, they had given us a couple of very specific conditions for that show. The first is is that we couldn't we couldn't use any copyrighted music. Fair enough. So we had to remake all of our ins and outs and stuff sure. like that. They had to be custom. No, I didn't know that part. Um, one of those one of those stipulations was that we could not even reference JP Onry, which was the Elmer the Pointy blog. Wow! Because he Why? was he was doing a lot of official trans or not of uh, he was doing unofficial translating right, yeah. of FF uh, eleven related materials. Um, he was we my don't first know, guest on VOV. We don't know why. We don't know why Square Enix specified that we could not mention G- uh, JP Onry. We did have a good relationship with Elmer the Pointy at the time. Yeah, he was, I remember that. He, he had come on the show uh, fairly recently, which is, I think, why they had specified they that they didn't want him to be mentioned at all. Dragon said it's called JP Button. JP Button, sorry. JP Button. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a while, yeah. Um, but that, uh, you know, they, they specified that they didn't want people uh, uh, mentioning that site or that project or anything Uh, along with it but it now makes me think and after this conversation and after this segment i'm i'm pretty certain that we would be qualified for that status but now every piece of paper that square enix grants to anyone else their limit break radio is absolutely going to be on that list that no one can can ever mention limit break radio or any of us that's that's actually kind of a cool badge of honor we should ask ask fusion and happy well, they'd be under, they they'd might be know. under NDA. Yeah, they they wouldn't know. be able to tell us. Well, you know, you know who we should ask. We should ask Ethis Asher. I mean, because we have a better relationship with him. Well, but and he also has is like they're promoting his shit. Yeah, and and when he doesn't return our messages, we'll have our answer. Yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll ask him to come. Hey, you want to come on and do a lore segment? Ah, I'm busy that day. No. I can't. I didn't tell you what day it was. I don't, I'm busy. Sorry. Don't want to do that. No. Oh. You're on a list of unmentionables. LBR has made it. <laughs> I, I honestly, if Square Enix had a blacklist, we would be on it for sure. Oh, absolutely, for sure. I don't know the fact that they did actually invite us to be on the show or on the Pop Fan. I don't know. Well, yeah, like and that's and people, they did invite us to the Stormblood thing. I feel like we're not on a complete blacklist. That is the that is the weird thing about yeah. our relationship with Square Enix is that first of all, you oddly have Escalia. Uh, you have kind of a close relationship, a closer relationship with Ockmore, than, with Ockmore yeah, than any of us. And then, um, you know, the other the other thing that is. Uh, is is pretty weird about our relationship with Square Enix is that they definitely try to give promo codes and free games to uh, Final Encounter Cast all the time. Absolutely, it's do. never a Final Fantasy title, no. but um, it's it's most of the other stuff that that they put out there. So I mean, I don't, maybe maybe someone doesn't know. Maybe someone hadn't gotten the memo yet. Maybe yeah, this, maybe they just <laughs> don't some, give a shit well, about us. Square Enix is a huge company. There's people there who don't know or don't care. 
Well, and then there's definitely people there who do the like us, who yeah. who actually do like the show, who who kind of like the fact that we we don't really give a shit about anything, and that we don't constantly suck their dick. We're real. Well, but I mean, like honestly, it gets old. Like we kind of know that with with some of uh, you know, with with some of the ways that people approach us uh, with the show. Sometimes is that there's an overbearing way to do that, right? Like there's yeah. there's a way that makes you go, okay, all right, like you're really into you it. Are very enthusiastic you're very enthusiastic yeah. and and that's great and everything but like let's like not knock it down a couple of notches and talk to each other like human beings i, I don't like people talking to me like like they're a fan right like yeah. if you approach me hey i'm a big fan of your thing like that's great okay like let's let's knock down that barrier let's have a drink yeah let's you know let's here, let's hang out let's hang out for a while and get to know each other as human beings but i don't want you to sit there and tell tell me everything that you like about me because that's uh, really fucking weird yeah. with yomacon fast approaching Let's do this. Okay. Hi, Nero. My name is Ascalia. Huge fan of the show. I just want to say I really appreciate what you do. Hey, thanks, Ascalia. I really appreciate that, man. Uh, what, do you, what do you like about the show? Uh, you know what? I just think I really appreciate that you guys tell it like it is. You don't really care what people think. And you know what? I'd love to buy you a drink if that's okay. Hey, yeah, let's do that. Let's buy a drink and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, return the favor and uh, we'll get drunk and, and, and get to know each other. And scene. There you go. What's, what's, what, what's going on? Now, Done. Now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already kissed me. It's his turn now i'll you're, kiss you're, all of you you're no, already you drunk won't. you're already drunk you set the roofie in his drink and now you're gonna make sweet love to his big daddy beard what? There was lust behind that sentence what? i think he licked his lips when he, <laughs> he said that that lips. was really fucking weird why would you do any of those things i don't know what happened <laughs> he's like i, 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 I kind of blacked out i'm sorry I, good lord it's so hot in here Yes, it is. I mean, it is. It's extraordinarily yeah. hot. It here. is. Yeah, it is. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the, the humidity. Today. Yeah, for once, it's not warm where I am. It's actually pretty Fuck chilly. Oh, Nico. No. Just think cold thoughts and you'll be cold too. Blarch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> think cold thoughts. <laughs> anyway, Giga Pantsu, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Always. Holy shit, that was still going on. I don't know. I don't know still? if he was still there or not. But he was. I, I killed him. Okay. It's been like an hour. <laughs> it's okay. He's on Discord. I killed him. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Oh, Limit man. Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. It really is fucking hot in here. It's so I'm hot. Dying. I'm dying. I'm dying in here, man. It's that humidity. Um, we got like 15 minutes. How do you want to wrap it up today? I know. Um, what, do you think? what are you feeling, man? I, I you know, I, I don't know. We could, uh, I don't know. Fan fiction? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I, I really don't want to do fan fiction. Why not? Because. Because it's fan fiction? Did we get any new good ones, or are they all our old ones? Yeah, I'm trying. Because I read through the old ones that we had, and none of them were thrilling. Uh, we've, never, we've, we've never had <laughs> they, thrilling ones. We've had some great ones. Mm. What are you talking about? Only when you died at the end of one, but then they retconned it in the sequel. Yeah, that's which, true. by the way, sequels never as good as the originals. Uh, Kylo Diamos would like you to not forget to ask the question to Nika. <gasps> okay, fine, fine. Oh. Nika, what? could oh, you what? please? <gasps> He's gonna propose. Could you please tell us how many times you and your pre-made group of two-thirds your FC took to clear the the uh, Evil East raid? Uh, yeah, and I can compare it to how I did in a complete pug also. Um, so the first time through, it was, yeah, two-thirds FC and a couple random people in the last party. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think it went, it went proportional. It was three wipes in the first one, two wipes in the second one, one wipe on the third one. And I can't remember if we wiped in the fourth one. It's either one wipe or zero wipe in the fourth one. Okay. But then I did it in a pug last night, and we wiped over five times on a second guy. 
Oh, wow. Is it because you were in Shieldoth the whole time? (laughs) I was not even tanking either time. Wow, that explains a lot. When we did it, it was uh, me, Juxta, Norris, uh, Kalad, Diamelos, Tanya, and Zemless? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, we we had one group of people who basically were only logging on to do this raid with us. Had they done it before? No. Every okay. it was blind for everybody. Uh, we were not getting instructions on how to do the fight. No. In fact, the fucking tank who was pulling just ran and fucking pulled, so no one even had time to ask for instructions. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, so no. we one shot at the first boss. And Talison True Strike. Talison. There we go. One shot at the first boss. Wiped once on the second. Wiped once on the third. One shot at the last boss. Nice. Yep. Good run. Pretty, yeah. Very good run. I have to I'm, say it was pretty easy considering I'm how much about the other two par- I'm curious about the other two parties though if they had done it before or not. There, there was lots of dying. I think what our biggest boon was is I think we had like six red mages in the entire alliance. Yeah. Um, by, wow. the, by the last by the last boss, Diamelos was like, I'm not even DPSing. I'm literally just raising people yeah. <laughs> over and over and yeah. over and over and over and again. There's definitely a lot of dying even in the ones where we like didn't wipe very much. But yeah. I feel like, but even in that pug, like we wiped five times on the second boss, but then the sixth time was almost flawless. It was like everybody just finally clicked with the mechanics and it was like, oh, yeah. there uh, we go. Uh, me and Nero ran it last night. We wiped once on the first boss, four times in the second, once on the third, and zero on the last boss. So do we want to maybe just read a couple of emails? We haven't done that in ages. Do we got some emails? We do have a few emails. We do have a caller on the line. Oh, oh let's if, do that. That's more important. Moving away from Nika's terrible raid group. Yeah. Let's Nika's go ahead. Terrible. Let's, Plus, a lot of my FC members were just coming back for bad. Like a few months off. Or like Nika. Off. Okay, look, Nika. Nika. If you are ever going to like actually do good in the rating scene, you have got to cut the chafe that is your healers. They are terrible. Strife will attest to this. <laughs> what? You mean the chaff? Is that what you said? The chafe? Chaff. <laughs> the chaff. No, the, the chafe. No, chafe is yeah, what like your chafing. thighs do after you've been walking for yeah, 40 minutes. Yeah, it's like the chafe of your raid group. It's like all the horrible <laughs> feel. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that's what he was saying. <laughs> Okay. You know, I'm sadly not certain I don't believe that's what he meant. But I said my FC members, not my raid members. Whatever. There was a difference. Let's go to our phone lines and talk to Piggy McSquee. What's up, Piggy? Piggy! There's only one way to end the show, and it's with me. True that. All right. End the show for us. Week in a row now. (laughs) Take us to seven, man. (laughs) So, reason why I called in. Uh-huh. Was well one. Who was your favorite boss in the uh, twenty new twenty four man? Ah, uh, good the last qu- one. Good question. I I thought the chariot was pretty cool. That that chariot boss was uh, was like pretty the, neat. I like the, I, I the second guy with the pillars falling I, down. I'm gonna have to say Hashmal too because he gave the most trouble, but it wasn't like in an annoying way. Like, yeah, it, it, it felt like an actual mechanics. challenge. However, it, I did like the mechanic on the last boss, uh, D, uh, Deathly Gleam, the one that puts the fucking the arrow thing, the, the, the arrow, the, the arrow above your, your head. That is oh, pretty the drunk cool. arrow. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Drunk arrow. Yeah, the, yeah. I I did like that I mechanic. S- I also did. The pillars were really, really unique. I, I love it. Say. Yeah. I, I still don't quite understand the mask mechanic. Like, even though I know, oh it, I, I understand it at, at on paper and I understand it at face value. But I'll do what it says to do, and it still doesn't work. Or like sometimes it works. And the next time I do the same thing on the same exact. I've never been hit by that mechanic then, once, then I and I don't know what I'm doing then either. I don't think you understand it. Yeah. It's, if it's a white face, you do, do what it as says. It says. If it's a demon face, a black you face, you do the opposite of hey, what it says. Hey, hey, why is it gotta? Why is it gotta be a black a, face, Chuck? A, a colored face. Right? That's what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? 
you want from me? It's Whoa. a white, black, white mask, black mask. But I, but like, I was going by the icon above my head. You're saying no, what that no, says, right? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Oh. Whatever face you see, if it's white, it's good. If it's black, it's bad. Wait, Whoa! So it's Whoa! Mask. Why are you bring racism? It's just what it is, man. Whoa! Oh my god! I so am triggered. So, I have, so if it's a white mask and I have the eyeball with an X over it, what do I do? It, look, don't pay attention to the icon. Pay attention to what your screen says. Yeah, white mask and it says, "Look at the boss." Look, look at, at the, the boss. boss. If it's a demon face and it says, "Look at the boss," Turn look away. away. I, but I've always just always had it say scatter. Okay, then, then if it's a white face, scatter. you scatter. <laughs> and if it's a demon face, you stack. But how? But sometimes it says false. Like, okay, the second time I did it, it said false god every time. But the first time I did it, sometimes it would say true god, sometimes it would say false god. Then the last time it said false god every time, even when there was a white mask. I was really confused. <laughs> what what are you? What the literal fuck are you talking about? Nico, when it pops up and it says a false god tells you to scatter. But then originally it had also said <laughs> a You're true god. You're looking at the wrong thing. You got to look at the face that pops up on your screen. The it's, big face that you can't not look at because it blacks out your screen. But, Honestly, I will tell you that as a healer, like when I was healing and when like other people I know in my group were healing, they're like, but I'm focusing so hard on healing people and looking at the party list that it comes so fast that I've missed it. Well, stop it. Well, then I guess you need to get on Discord and have people tell you what to do. This is why you... No, because that won't even help because the face is different for everybody. Is it? Yes. Yeah, it's different for everyone. Yeah. So you could be like running towards someone who's scattering and you're like, I need to stack. And you're like, get the fuck Uh, away from me. It's actually... I think it's a great mechanic. It's it's dynamic. It's fun. It's chaotic. I think that all of those things are chaotic. And Nika can't do it. Oh my gosh, it's because she's a girl. She can't follow directions. What's the point of the icons of your head then oh my god i don't even so pay, i don't sword, even pay attention it, it doesn't matter yeah. one is an, with an x and one is a play yeah. button no okay nika there's there's <laughs> like swords literally the triangle play button all right, all right, all right, nika there's there's swords I will explain this to you no not the, the swords play button. button the play button is scatter in other words you just move around if it's white if it's black and it's scatter you just stand still and don't use abilities if it's look away and it's white look away if it's black and look away look at the boss simple done yeah just do the Okay, eyes. I just assume okay, for some reason I thought that the icons would be different. So like when it had a circle or it had the eye with the X over, I thought that meant don't look at the boss. So then when it was the true face, I would not look because then it said don't look at the boss with the X over the eyeball. But if it was the black face and it said an X over, that would have meant okay, I want to do the opposite. It's whoa! Confusing. Oh my whoa, god. Whoa, jeez. Why is it gotta be black? <laughs> My God! <laughs> demon face, just say demon. God False damn it! Mask. Face. All of you racists. The icon. I guess it's confusing me with the icons because then yeah, because then he said scatter actually just means run around or stand still, and that's what was confusing me too. Scatter to me means spread. Stack right, did you see some opposite. old black lady sitting in the front of a bus? <laughs> the opposite of scatter is stack, not stand still. That's why it's. I don't know. Well, I've never, I've never been hit by this mechanic. There, once. I would say there's scat, scatter to me just means run in direction. Yeah, it's not it, spread. It there's no spread and scatter. That's, yeah, you know that's fair. Okay, yeah. it's just running around in circles practically. That's what I do. Panic, <laughs> panic. See, strife, strife knows what's up. This is why you can't kill a for us. Shit, like no. this is Nika. This is why you're the last one of oh, us to be able to clear Omega Savage Four. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh-huh. we're all saying uh-huh. we're we're all really disappointed in you. Very that you've taken this long. Our end game correspondent, you're the last one through. Come on, you lose. <laughs> clear Savage can't do casual content. 
Oh my okay, god. Okay, I only did that twice and nobody explained it properly to me, so whatever. Nobody explained it to me or Kahlo, alright? We were fine. Yeah. You're able to figure it out after a time. I mean, if you're smart, that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys. But we're dealing with Nika Blart Mall Tank here, so. <laughs> what do I, I don't know the what I was tank. expecting. I'm protecting the Domi market. You know what, it. Nika? You need to go and talk to uh, Ramza and Alma's dad about taking that mustache if you're going to be Nika Blart Mall <laughs> Tank. Because I think your character market is going to need that very mustache. Why don't we have that mustache, by the way? Good question. You know, digital exclusivity. The It'll be in the shop have later. A, have a creepy mustache. The lollafowl. No, that doesn't count because doesn't potatoes count. never count for anything or any reason. I, I definitely want the false mustache. I. <laughs> that's what I want. Can we get? Can we get an item that's glasses and a mustache and a big goofy nose? <laughs> yeah. <too? laughs> Yes. Why please. can't that be an item? Oh my god! Come easily, soon. easily. That is a way better item than anything that they gave us out of. Uh, out of well, I mean, period. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Rabinasty, but sure, <laughs> Rabinasty. I'm, I'm loving Rabinasty. You know, you know that that is the name Just of the rub show. The nasty. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Oh, it's definitely Rabinasty. I can't wait so. to see what the banner is. <laughs> Oh, I I took I took a I took the picture of the banner last night. Nice. Yeah. So there's a second point I wanted to bring up. Oh, good. What is that? So going back to hardcore twenty four man content, I feel like it should have gear equal or better than the eight man, and it should be locked behind FC by FC only. You have to go in with twenty four FC members. RDMLF new rating static must have non racist (laughs) tanks and show a willingness to learn. I love Stripe. What is your deal with calling me a racist? So, when Nika has a baby and leaves the show, can we replace her with Strife? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm fine with that. Excellent. Um. Anyway, what? Why do you think I would leave if I had a baby? (laughs) Nika, come on, come Come on. Come on. Uh, well, she's had like 12 since we started. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought I found like and we 30. Knew it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She does just I'm take a 30s. week off. Yeah, that's true. Maternity leave is short. Yeah, we don't we don't provide things like that. Well, we don't have to. Our government doesn't make us. That's true. So like any t- intelligent business, we're not going to. Anyway, to to the caller's point, uh, if I remember correctly, people already have trouble finding replacements and like manning a eight person team. You think they're going to be able to do a 24 person static? Yeah, I, I see. Well, no, only, FC, and that's why, only FC. Yeah, that's why that's what I. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to say, too, is that when like in 11, you'd have like the the big scale content like even the the dynamics as they added later was capped at like 48 or something and you would just whoever wasn't there that day you just replaced with someone else but you have a, a big pool of people because you had that as an fc but i mean like Man, that, that different they time did, they did definitely try to fit diadem into that dynamic right mm-hmm. like if if diadem i mean diadem succeeded at very very few things but for the few weeks that people were trying to suss out whether it was a system worth investing in or not you did have have free companies that were running it like you used to see Dynamis being run in FF11, right? Like maybe not quite exactly the same, but it was run like a big free company event. Anyone who's in the free company can join. You don't have to be a part of a part of a specific static. Just show up at 8 p.m. on a Monday or whatever, and we're gonna go ahead and do this event. It was very good on that level, and I think it kind of succeeded on that level, but. 
but it was the fact that the rewards made so little sense that people didn't really see a point in doing it. And when you got into the system, it was like you wanted to fall asleep from, you know, the word go. Well, so, and also like Dynamis, like, first of all, those zones weren't instanced. And you couldn't enter as many times or whenever you wanted. Once you did it, you were gone for three days. Right. Lockout, lockout time. Uh, you had lockout time. So that all contributed to the uh, Monday night, for Friday night dynamis. But again, I, I, I sort of feel like that was the initial con uh, concept behind the free company airships, right? Uh -huh. That that was supposed to be the wall that that keeps, um, you know. Scrubs out. Yeah. That, or, or that keeps your free company together. And then they just made it accessible anywhere and anytime it, you know like it just there were parts of that system that made so little sense that even looking back on it now it's kind of hard to contextualize where it was supposed to fit in with everything else but it did try to fundamentally address the problem of you know the fact that there's no you know 24 man raid content or or free company mm -hmm. aimed content it did take aim at trying to solve that so you know I think that it if you made an extreme version of the 24-man raids, would that present that possibility? Yes. But the thing is, is that to go along with it, you kind of have to go with this preconceived notion that, look, like people aren't going to be clearing this a lot, right? You're going to get a lot of people who uh, burn out midway, and you've got to make it worth their while, too. So I think that there's got to be a range of gear that would come out of something like that. And, and you know, or or have a much more strict uh, gear system like X and Y slots drop from specific mobs so that as you are trying to progress, you're going after different specific pieces. There are ways to do it that would be satisfying but I think one of the criticisms that we would make if they did something like that is, well, you're just reusing art assets and you're reusing fights that already exist. So, you know, unless that that gear incentive is there and unequivocally there, I just don't see it working. Yeah, that, that's why I said, like, it, it, the gear would be roughly equal to what Savage is, if not better. I, I well, if it's not better, I just think that people would do eight-man content because it would be yeah. easier to organize. It would be, yeah. Everyone just needs to get over the fact that free companies are just social constructs in this game. Yeah. That's it. There's That's no difference. Yeah. There's really yeah. not that. that there Sorry, is they're there for the food buff. That's it. You got it. They're there for the food buffs. <laughs> yeah, we don't give the food buff in our company. No. We only give MGP and, and XP. XP for some reason. No, people like to level. Sometimes, like, Skuro used to always put up the food one because he's fat and eats a lot, but because, I always canceled well, it. Well, because he actually was doing rating and it mattered. I canceled it. Anyway, uh, thanks for the call, Piggy. We always appreciate it. Oh, yeah, that was you. Piggy. I forgot about that. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio this week. I think so. I think you so. You know, we only have one fan fiction. Really? We only really? have one. It's, it's better hollow ground. Better save it for a rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty rainy today. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Yeah, we have, and don't forget, we have a fucking board meeting we have to have before, that's we, true. before we can go home. Yeah, yep. that's yep. true. So uh, listen, um, I uh, all of these people who keep requesting fan fictions, we only have one left. We only have one. So don't tell them that they'll write more. <laughs> she panicked so hard. Oh my God. I want a, I want Did you even try? I want a Nico Blart mall cop parody. I can't believe, truly, I can't believe this. There's never been a Nicalia fanfiction. 
There hasn't? No. Are you sh- we've never had one. Mm-mm. But you get around with everyone. No, there was a Nika Skuro. I think the one we didn't read was a Nika Kooky one, right? No, we no, read we that. Read Nika no, we oh, definitely read, read that. Was I not there for that one? No, we, uh, did we... We made Kooky read that. We made Kooky read that. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I, was, I don't think I was there. No, I you, read it myself, but you, I don't remember. You weren't there. Read. You weren't there. And and the thing is, is that we put oh, God Ko- damn we guys. put Kooky on the spot to read that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Why did Why did we have to bring up the fucking fanfic thing the day that Thor comes back? Because now we're gonna fucking get one. Oh, <laughs> oh see, he just said it. He just God said it. damn it. Of course we will. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, yeah, we, I think we've got to pump the brakes on the fanfic a little bit. Um. You know, because there's just not that, that many. A, there's not that many left. No, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> no, I want so it means slow down on them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're gonna get See, like twelve. The fanfic would just be us was, like being really stupid all the time. I don't think it would even get sexual. <laughs> depends on who's well, writing it. Now that depends on who's writing it. Nika, that sounds like a challenge. Yeah, it does. The, I would not necessarily. Yeah. You, now we know what's gonna happen. Oh lick, god. Lick, lick Damn balls. it. Maybe. Maybe. Depending Definitely. on. I challenge someone to write a fanfic about LBR that's not smut. That's not a fanfic, then, really. <laughs> Nico, just stop. Kahlo already did that. It, yeah. was ca- it was called Honor Amongst Thieves. And, and it was really boring. It. And actually, I read all of those. What? Liar, I believe you. you. You had me grammar proof some of them. Nah, I don't believe that. <laughs> you would send them to me. Anyway, all right, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio this week. Thanks so much for uh, all almost 250 of you uh, that we had at our peak, uh, the 200 of you that are still here right now. Uh, I invite you guys to stick around. Checkpoint Radio is coming up next. Uh, we've got the latest esports and video game news and discussions. The Checkpoint Radio podcast follows that. That's all live here still to come on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Stick around. I'm going to be hanging out with you guys uh, even after Checkpoint wraps up. I've been making it a habit to uh, put together Final Encounter cast on stream. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to keep that going again this week. Hang out. We're going to be uh, we're going to be or I'm going to be here rather. Um, and uh, we'll have uh, two two hours ish of uh, Checkpoint Radio coming at you next. But uh, I, again, I want to thank everyone who called in today. It was great hearing from all of you all three of you Leroy Gigapantsu and Piggy again if you want to call Limit Break Radio anytime we're live Limit Break Radio on Skype 810-515-8715 LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord go ahead and join our Discord server anytime that you want because uh, we've got a really awesome community of almost 200 people that hang out on that uh, on that server what's what's our server count at lately uh, oh juxta. We got 21 Twitch subscribers and 179 regular people. There we go. So uh, literally just, 200. Yeah, yeah. Ju- just about two, just about 200 people that uh, hang out on that uh, Discord server. We got a whole bunch of different rooms that you can uh, chat in. Oh, we just lost a Twitch subscriber. Oh, shit. Aw. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, just uh, y- you know, feel free to uh, go to limitbreakradio.com/discord. It's a it's a permanent link that will take you to our Discord server. And uh, you can just kind of hang out there and uh, join the join the community. And uh, also, you can add Limit Break Radio on Skype, even if we're not live, even if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, you can feel free to uh, add that to uh, your contact list so that if you want to call in maybe next Sunday, that uh, we'll be there on your contact list. So that's going to do it for Limit Break Radio this week. Again, thanks to everyone that called in, uh, to everyone who emailed in, hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. You can send your 
your uh, fan fix there if you want. Uh, this show, this episode was brought to you by Nika Blart Mall Tank uh, in, in in theaters uh, November uh, 31st. 31st. That's right. November 31st. <laughs> uh, you can go see that at uh, um, that uh, Prima, Prima Vista. Vista. That's right. It's rated R for retard. That's right. Uh, so, uh, again, I want to thank my crew, Kala Landis, uh, Juxtaposition, Escalia Rayumasa, Nika Kayanian. Just six words. And Talos and True Strike for that donation to wrap us up. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, Nexian Theta, Brian Alexander, Tommy Carlson, Hirsch First, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with a Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.